she hears Jacob's voice in her head. And she's like, oh, my Edward's God. Vo- Sorry, Edward's voice. I'm thinking of myself. <laughs> hello, everybody, and welcome back to That Pretentious Book Club. Welcome back. Hello, hello. That over there is your host, Kendall Shaw, a.k.a. Dr. Spoons Palermo. Hi, howdy. And over there is your other host, Asha O'Rourke. But you can call her It ain't easy being wheezy. What if we just continue to be like that organized throughout the rest of the episode? I know. Guys, if you don't want to hear our nonsense, go to the skip notes (laughs) in the the description, Mm -hmm. and you can skip ahead to the book part. But if not, then just keep listening. Okay, thank you. Wow, this is the best thing ever. What if done. we just maybe we should just pre-record that part and just pop it in at the beginning of every episode? Okay, why has it literally taken us this long to figure out that that could be <laughs> to the last episode of season four to figure out that we could do that? Oof. Oof. I kind of like winging it. That, I think it, you know, keeps us real. It keeps you know, us human. <laughs> it <laughs> keeps everyone on their toes. <laughs> like, oh, will they remember to do the important things this time or not? <laughs> Exactly. Ooh, you know, you know. that's why they really show up. They're like, "Is it ever gonna get better?" I'm. It's like when you watch a show and you're like, "It has potential." I'm gonna keep watching and just hope that like, it's yeah. good. like the production value increases. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> it's like you're watching for the one hot actor, but you're just like hoping that the show overall improves. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> Except that there's two hot actors. Good exactly. Ciao. This time there's two. <laughs> Boy, aren't y'all are welcome for that. (laughs) They're like, uh, you do realize this is an audio medium, correct? You'll just have to trust (laughs) us. Are our voices not hot enough for you guys? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, our Halloween episode I did make available for everybody. So it is on Patreon, but you don't have to subscribe to Patreon if you want to see our beautiful faces and uh, our guest host, Lexi Potter, a.k.a. The Holiday Fox. You guys can see our Halloween episode on Frankenstein. I made that for everyone as a gift. I feel like we could do the same with our Christmas one. Um, Yes, a a holiday gift. Exactly. But you guys, this is the last episode of season four, which is crazy. That is so crazy. I think we're taking a hiatus week after this, too, aren't we? For, for the next season? Don't uh, we typically? I was planning okay, on Okay, I think we are. I'm pretty sure I scheduled it for that. Okay. So I was just like, wait a minute, are we doing that? Yes, we are. So uh, you guys, this will, you guys are going to have to live without us for a week. I don't know how you're going to do it, but. Ugh. <laughs> guys, don't, please do not resort to the Volturi in your loss of oh us. Oh my goodness, yeah. Guys, just, just hold on. I promise you. we'll come back. Just this is not like a think, <laughs> you do not maybe double check you know we will be, we returning. Will be returning if you guys are concerned you can reach out you can you know talk to us on social media we uh-huh. will assure you there's no need for Volturi in the situation it's no need for Volturi interference thanks oh my god we're obviously doing um new moon this episode by stephanie meyer yay this is the episode where i get to make all of my arguments in favor of jacob <laughs> I'm really excited to hear them. Oh you no, know? you're not. <laughs> no, I am because you know why? Because I'm I've already won, so it doesn't hurt me. <laughs> it's true, you've already won. Well, spoons, my dear, how has your week been? Uh, it's been all right. I've been. I think I say, say that's that your form response. <laughs> I'm just gonna start uh, answering. It's been it all right. I'm just gonna be like, so spoons, how was your week? Um, it's been all right, and I'm just gonna do it for you. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you can say the same things every single week that I, I say, which are like, yeah, I've, I've been, been going to school. school. I've been doing a group project. I've been writing. I've been doing a group project. I could do Carissa's too like- on our sister podcast, The Scripturian Society. I'd be like, hey, Carissa's, how, how's your week? And she'd be like, oh, I didn't do much. I stayed inside and read and wrote. And I'd be like, great, Carissa. And Ash, how was your week? <laughs> Seriously, she she is dedicated. She's like, I don't leave my house. <laughs> under any circumstance no way am i leaving my house well my um parents uh their new house is basically finished now so i went and was hanging out there yesterday looking around and it is so cool yeah it's awesome stuff my mom is miss talent honestly she's got all the talents yeah she basically designed it all herself and then like you know they like worked on it and they put in like tile and stuff pretty crazy crazy and the um yeah it it looks so good so that's exciting we turned in part of our group project last week so this week we kind of had a little off week before we start our next part of the group project next week so it's pretty low-key i went to barnes and noble after (gasps) work one day and just wrote but me hobby went also Uh, we can go i found i think there's a new barnes and noble that i want to go to okay i'll go so we're gonna go we should go i literally just sat at this barnes and noble and wrote for like three hours it was kind of amazing that sounds amazing i was like really living it See, but what I would want to so. do, I'd want to take my free write with the big clickety-clack keys and just disturb absolutely everybody <laughs> in the vicinity click, 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 in the entire building. <laughs> click, clack, click, 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 click. Javi's like, stop it. He hates it. So- I'm like, you got it for me. What did he you He bought it for happen? you. So now maybe I need to be like, you know, babe, I mean, if you really want it to be quieter, you could also get me the travel edition, and I can use that one when you're around, because I also, I also want the travel edition. <laughs> Christmas this year, baby. Actually, I'm trying to get him to get me a puppy. So, <gasps> another puppy. <laughs> How many animals do you want? So many. I'll get into it with my whole week thing, but you continue. Oh my god. Well, that's basically it. You can come over and use your free ride at my house if you want. I would love to. And we can clickety click. Give me a little clack. turn with it. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I, we could have a sleepover. It we could go to good. Barnes and Noble. Uh, okay, you're speaking my and language. I can finally <laughs> bond with Jucifer. I just want to bond with my uh, niece so bad. She's like, maybe it's because you keep yeah, calling me Jucifer. Maybe that's why we can't bond. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do need some bonding time. That would be I fun. Know. All, all it is is I'm just like, Juicy, I love you. And she's like, mm, okay. <laughs> she's like, what if I scratch you real quick? And I'm like, I still love you. And she's like, you are not getting the message. <laughs> she's just really it's somebody who likes her space you know she's i think she is loving but she has such strict boundaries she's like this is my problem so like while we are looking at dogs i'm literally googling cuddliest dogs snuggliest dogs most attached dogs (laughs) clingiest dogs because that's what i want her name is brownie and you already have her (laughs) i know which here do you want me to get into my week now Mm-hmm. I guess this is like the last couple weeks. I guess I didn't talk about this like last week. I don't know. What did we do? Oh, we had the Foxy episode, so maybe it didn't come up. Um, so Brownie killed some more chickens. Um, it was oh, another massacre. No. We only have four left. So we have raised from little chickhood to adulthood like 20 chickens this year. We're left with four. Cannot keep doing this. Also, it's very oh traumatic. My God. And this is after we spent hundreds of dollars and hundreds of hours working on this like high security chicken run. But the thing is, when you have a dog that's as smart and also as physically strong as Brownie is, 
like, and really more determined than smart, like just determined to get to the chickens, she broke her collar, broke out of it, somehow found a way into the chicken run, like must have like full force, like leapt at the door and like broke it open to get in. Oh my God. Yeah. And she killed a bunch of chickens. And so as long as she's here, we're just biding our time between chicken attacks. And I can't do that um, because the investment of the chickens, like from a purely practical standpoint and not even an emotional one is like, this is insane. Do you know how much time it takes to raise these freaking chickens? Like, oh, my yeah, God. It's a lot. It's so much. And I'm like, we're not doing this anymore. And then also it's, like, really traumatic and upsetting. But um, so there was a whole panic of me in tears and sobbing. And we have to find a new home for her. But she's a lab pit mix. And there's a lot of them. So it's really hard to rehome them, even though Brownie is the perfect family dog. She's good with babies. She's good with kids. She's good with people. She's good with other animals. Like, she's perfect. And she can, like, she's crate trained. She's house trained. She can be at home by herself for up to 12 hours, not have an accident. And she's perfectly fine. Like, I don't know how she does it. Her bladder is crazy. She was like that before we got her. So I don't know how she does it. But she's, like, the Mm. perfect dog if you don't live on a farm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we were panicking, trying to find a place. I was contacting rescues. Um, The only place I had found was a shelter that was, like, a really low-kill shelter, but not a no-kill shelter. So, because they were an open intake, and you can't be no-kill and open intake. And I was like, I still, her chances aren't as good because of her breed, because there's so many. So even though her personality Mm -hmm. should put her in, like, easy adoption range, because of her breed, she wouldn't be. So anyways, um, Maddie and Dom, my sister and brother-in-law, are moving down here soon. And they had oh my god! last time there was a chicken attack, Maddie was like, oh, if we were going to be down there, you know, then maybe we would take her because I love Brownie and Grayson is obsessed with Brownie and she'll literally go, bow, bow, Brownie, bow, bow because that's what she calls her. Aww. And um, Maddie will call just so Grayson can see bow, bow because she loves her. And Bra- <laughs> Grayson's impression of dogs is funny. When you go, what sound does a dog make? She doesn't say like bark, bark. She goes, <laughs> and sticks out her tongue. <laughs> she does the panting. Yeah. Oh, that's so Which cute. Which she started doing completely on her own and they're like, we don't even have a dog. We don't know why she does that. Um, <laughs> But anyways, they were they've been contacting us because they are moving down here in like a couple weeks now. Um, and so I was like, you guys wouldn't want the dog, would you? Thinking they're going to say absolutely not. And they were like, we will trade you our cat for your dog because they've been trying to rehome that cat. And I was like, are you serious? Are you dead freaking serious right now? And they were like. Yeah. Wow. And I because they know how much Grayson loves Brownie and like Brownie is the perfect family dog and they're going to live in the city mm-hmm. or at the suburbs. And that way you could still see I her. know. And so I like after 2 days of sobbing and crying and trying to contact every rescue and shelter I could find was because we've been trying to rehome her for months. I never told Hobby, but since the last chicken attack months ago, I never took her off the adoption sites. I've been like on the sly still trying to find like a home that's more suited to her because I love her, but she's not suited to where we live, unfortunately. And so I've been trying to find a better match for her than us. And I just couldn't find Mm. anyone. And so I was like, oh my God, really? And so now they're so excited, even Dom, and he's not a huge animal guy, but even he, I think is excited. Um, So we're going to take their cat, Sybil. So, because Dom and and Sybil have never really jived. (laughs) <laughs> so this is so exciting oh my gosh I'm so exactly. happy exactly but I maybe made the mistake but also it was good of I I don't cry a lot in general I definitely don't cry in front of people and I couldn't stop crying on the phone to Javi and I was just like 
I'm so sad. I just have such a horrible luck picking dogs. I'm never gonna have a dog again. I just can't pick dogs because my last dog was also a chicken killer and also bit someone, although I think it was the person's fault and he was not an aggressive dog and it was just a really bad situation and that was many years ago. Mm -hmm. um, it was just all around bad. And so I've just been crushed to pieces twice now by dogs that I've picked. So I'm like, I'm never picking a dog again. And But the thing about Brownie is like, cause she's inside with me almost all the time. like. She really helps with my anxiety because she'll lay on my chest. Like she, like she's mm -hmm. not just like a snuggler. She's like a chest snuggler. And something about like Aww. that like living, breathing weight on my chest is like better than a weighted blanket. And she's always there to yeah. snuggle. And like she's just the sweetest, clingiest girl. And because Javi's gone a lot, it's just, it's so nice. I feel like 50 to 75% better with Brownie than without Brownie. She is such a sweet snuggler. She is the best snuggler in the whole world. And so... Anyways, so I was just like so sad about also losing that, but I don't trust myself to pick another dog. And uh, I would not have been like right away, and we're gonna get another dog to replace her, right? Because I'm like, that's cold. But Javi was like, I'm gonna get you another dog. And I was like, no, it's okay. I really don't need one. And at first I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but he's just made it his mission that he's gonna find me the perfect companion dog. And I'm gonna Aww. get this dog as a little puppy and raise it. And it's gonna get to bond with me primarily and be my dog, so we're looking for the perfect dog that does not have a high prey drive <laughs> and will snuggle with <laughs> yeah. me. Um, That's so exciting. I know, so like last Wait. week I was still like, Javi, I don't want another dog. And now I'm like, well, now that I know Brownie is gonna be so happy, she'll be perfectly mm -hmm. fine and I'll still get to see her. And Javi is determined, determined to find me the right puppy, so. This is good news it all around. News. I'm really, I mean, sad about the chickens, yeah. but. It's all going to work out, you know, yeah. so that's what's important. Exactly. And so, uh, you know, if Javi asks you what I want for Christmas, say a Dane puppy. I cannot get him. He has put his foot down about a Great Dane, and I just can't fathom why. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's a mystery. <laughs> cannot fathom it. I was like, you basically got a fluffy Great Dane. He lives outside. He is so big. He's huge. And he also leans and does everything that our last Great Dane did. I'm like, you just he just lives outside. And he's like, exactly. He lives outside. <laughs> so we are currently looking at bulldogs because I love bulldogs. Uh, French bulldogs because they're little and they have a high prey drive. But like a chicken could kick its ass. I'm not concerned, you know. Could never get into the thing. Um, <laughs> oh could never get into gosh. the chicken run. And a basset oh. hound, which I want so bad. They do Cute. have a high prey drive. But I'm like, you're so short. I kind of don't think you could get into the chicken run. The thing with Brownie, and they're lazy too. Brownie's not lazy. <laughs> Brownie is like, I'm going might... to find a way in. And I'm big enough to shove my way in. I don't know if Basset Hound can. So I don't know. I don't know, but maybe better not to take the chance. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm torn between. But I freaking love Basset Hound. But I think I think Javi's leaning towards a French Bulldog, which are pretty dang cute. Way smaller than I ever so wanted a dog. But... Weird looking. I love I them. I know. This is why... <laughs> It's Javi and I both like the really ugly dogs. You like really just do like the ugliest dogs. And my mom was like, you guys should think about a King Charles Spaniel because they do the personality is amazing. They're so and they're cute. Adorable. Javi said, that is the ugliest dog I've ever seen. He's lying. They're the cutest dogs in the world. No, Javi and I like ugly dogs. Any the pr classically pretty dogs. Javi's like, that dog is disgusting. <laughs> God, you guys are just so different. <laughs> I mean, I think they're all cute. I'm like kind of a sucker for like any dog. 
Or any cat. Like, I just like them all. I mean, who among us? You know, I don't trust people who are like, ew, gross, a pet. Ew, gross, I'm a baby like, okay. animal. You're like, so do you like, murder calm down. people and leave their bodies in your bed? Yeah, so like, <laughs> what's your problem? Are you, <laughs> are you evil? Or... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I guess that's mostly been my week. And I cut bangs again. Um, I was about to say, your hair looks really cute. Thank you. It's, um, I cut them again because I think I like them in the fall and winter, and so it'll grow out by spring and summer. And also, like, do you see, it's they're so long. My bangs are so long. They just curl yeah. up really tight. So if I wanted to, like, brush them out a little more, I could still flip them to the side. So... I'm trying to convince my mom to let me cut bangs on her because she's been thinking about it for years. I thought about this for approximately three hours and I was like, yeah, I'm, I want them. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I had thought about my bangs for about 25 minutes before I cut them. <laughs> I just did it. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I feel like that's fine. They grow out fast. Bangs grow fast. See, I I just don't care about hair. Like, I li- my short hair also, that was a split-second decision. That was a brave one. And I was like, you know what? If I don't like it, it grows it out. Grow out. Who cares? I know. So I'm trying to get my mom to let me layer her hair and give her bangs because she's been thinking about it forever. And she always goes, um, maybe. But every time I do my hair, because I layered it also, she's like, your hair looks amazing. And I'm like, I did it myself. I have been for years. Curly hair is very mm. forgiving. I promise you I could mm. even do a better job on you because I won't be, like, trying to, like, <laughs> see pieces in the mirror, like, when I do mine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's been my week. So it's just really been a roller coaster. It's been pretty wild. Oh, and one more. I find yeah. I'm starting counseling again for anxiety. So Yay! Last time I went for depression. Now we're moving on to anxiety. <laughs> You've graduated. I've graduated. <laughs> well, like my coping mechanisms that, that I worked with with my counselor still work great. So hooray for that. But yeah, uh, my anxiety is like, um, it's like I just suppress it all. Like if someone's like, are you stressed? I'm like, no. And I genuinely believe that I'm not stressed. But my body's like... You're like <laughs> deluding yourself so hard I have del- that you believe. I have. I've deluded myself so hard, I can't even tell that I've deluded myself. But my body's like, here, have a bunch of stressed stomach ulcers. Here, have a heart rate that never slows down anymore. And I'm like, I feel oh sick God. all the time. <laughs> but I'm not stressed. That's not good. <laughs> no, but it's, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. So I was like, maybe maybe I need to just talk to a counselor again. So counseling's good, guys. Well, I highly recommend it. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing yeah. that. That's yeah. good. So it's been a week, you know. <laughs> but I really, really enjoyed this book for this week. I, I know. Do you want to get into it? it? Yeah, let's get into it. We already did a Stephanie Meyer okay. bio, so we don't need to do it again. We did. If yeah. you guys want to. Just go listen to yeah. our Twilight episode, y'all, and you'll hear all about our girl Stephanie. Yeah, exactly. Stephanie with an E. I always thought that was weird. With an E? S-T-E-P-H-E-N-I-E. Oh, is it? You know? I probably Normally always spelled it wrong. Oh, goodness. Stephanie. Oh, I've totally spelled it wrong forever. Sorry, Stephanie. Stephanie. Sorry. <laughs> I just always thought, I've like never seen anyone spell it like that yeah. before. So I always thought it was interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. Um, okay. So this book. Um, first off, if you guys are new here, um, I am Team Jacob, unabashedly Team Jacob. No one could unconvince <laughs> me from being Team Jacob. Spoons is um wrong she's team incorrect uh which is to say she's team edward Um, i'm team one in the end so we'll (laughs) you're like team already won this you have no argument (laughs) my husband is also team edward and i am i 
inevitably, this is going to be probably one of those episodes where I'm like, oh my God, I just have such a crush on my husband, which I do occasionally because I do. But also because <laughs> I have, before I met Javi, had a crush on Jacob, right? Like, not, I was never like a super fan of the Twilight series, but Jacob really is my type completely. And then I met Javi, who is Jacob. He really is in almost every way. But Javi, my husband, thinks he's Edward and he has like a major crush on Edward. Javi's got all these man crushes. He loves He really Edwards. does love Edward. Well, see, I think it's fair to talk about him because he is also a huge Twilight he fan. He is. So, if know. he would have been here, y'all could have ganged up on me because he might have actually joined because he doesn't get it. But I'm just going to right off the bat so we can just know right off the bat these are the parallels I'm going to be making. This is where we stand. This is where we stand. <laughs> Jacob is a hothead. Check. My husband's a major hothead. Jacob just runs around with a pack of grown men baby boys. So does my husband. There's a bunch of puppies, just a bunch of crazy ass puppies. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah. Uh let's see. Uh is ripped, really prides themselves on working out. <laughs> Javi has been ripped in the past and very much prides himself on working out. Uh oh my very god. active people, you know. Um let's see, extremely protective, uh definitely leaps before thinking. Javi also, mm, although Javi would true. disagree. Javi doesn't think that he does that. He does. I know him better than he knows himself. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like right there is a lot. I'm sure I'll come up with more along the way. He just, he is. Where Edward is like See, cool and calm and collected. And he thinks first, even though he's often incorrect, you know? And he's also like a little bit controlling and he's like very measured. Stop ragging on my boy. I'm not even ragging on him. I'm just saying these are aspects of his character. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, you named all good things about Jacob. And then you're like, by the way, Edward's a bitch. <laughs> no, and then you're like, no, these I are didn't. all facts, Kendall. What are you talking about? They are. He's calm is- and he's measured and controlled. And a lot of people like that. But it is the opposite of Jacob and my husband. So I don't know they why. Are, they are definitely different. Very different. It is so funny to me, like... I would never take this away from you, and clearly you know him better than I know him, but, like, I'm reading this book, and I'm not thinking this is so hobby. So I just think it's so cute that you're like, he's exactly the same. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I mean, maybe I'm projecting a little bit. I I think you are, but I think it's okay. I, did, I am, and it's that. probably because I was already Team Jacob, <laughs> then I started dating Javi, and we were together for a long time before Javi was like, oh, yeah, I'm Team Edward. And I was like, you what? <laughs> And it just took me so by surprise. This, this might be a deal breaker, yeah. babe. It's know. just kind of entrenched me in the fact. Like, at first I was like, no, you're way more Jacob. And now I've just gotten deeper and deeper entrenched in this opinion. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, mm-hmm. well, they're basically the same person, which is not where I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, I love this for you. I love they're it. They're both overprotective. Okay. But, like, Javi says, like, the most, like, dumb, hot head shit, which is also the t- same type of shit that Jacob says. Jacob is a hothead. I'll say that. Is Javi also not agree. a hothead? No, he yeah, is. He is. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not saying there are no similarities. I'm just <laughs> saying that I'm having a fun time watching you be like, they're so, they're so the same. Guy. Oh, and also this is a dumb <laughs> one. You know how like Jacob's a werewolf, so he's like a million degrees. So is Javi. Javi just runs at a hotter temperature. I'm like, what is mm. wrong with you? Why are you always so hot? So I don't know. <laughs> His body temperature. I, I mean, physically, I think he's pretty hot too. No, I love but, it. I love it. I anyways, love it. I'm like, what tiny mind in the things? third one? Do you remember I'm just that hotter line than in the you. Third movie. Yeah, I'm just hotter than you. Is that not something Javi would say? 
That was so iconic. It is iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so. I mean, I like, listen, I just want to say right off the bat, I, I like Jacob. I love him. I think he's fun and I like him and I've always liked him. But you think Edward's better for, J- for Bella. Yeah, I and I, yes. you know, when we, even when we read Twilight, I had the same thought, but I have a quote that's going to completely flip the script on that. Because I think I changed I my admit. own mind. Because even last time I was like, okay, Jacob is for me and Edward is for Bella. I can acknowledge that. So I'm personally team Jacob. But and for Bella, like, no, I was no, team no, Edward. No, no, no. Now I'm like, actually, no. I'm just like someone who is becoming more and more like <laughs> polarized in my opinion. You're like, mm, actually, I've decided to die on this hill. Thanks. <laughs> I really have. Well, I've been like, maybe I am it. right. Maybe I'm right about everything. <laughs> You're like, actually, I'll never doubt myself again. Mm-hmm. Um, I will I will admit, this is by far um, Edward's worst book. It is. Um, and yeah. Jacob is very sweet and cute mm-hmm. in it, so I understand. He's doing his best, extent. okay? And his best is, like, awesome. Edward's best is, like, so shitty in this book. His best Ed- almost Edward- gets them both killed. His best. Edward is... My Eddie boy is so stupid in this book. It's, like, embarrassing yes. a little bit. Oh, and I just also have to say real quick, I'm sure a lot of you, Team Edwards, are going, oh, my God, but Jacob and Prince on Bella's baby in the last book. Shut up. I am not talking about <laughs> that, Jacob. Shut the F up, everybody. You cannot make that argument. That is a completely oh different God. argument. We're not talking We're not about, talking about that. I'm talking about oh, pre-that, Jacob. Oh, my God. That is the funniest way you could have said that. (laughs) Instead of being like, you know what? Like, we'll discuss it later. You're like, shut up. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. Do not bring it up. I don't want to talk about it, you guys. I'm not going to. Listen, Jacob did not choose that. Stephanie Meyer chose that. (laughs) It was weird. You're like, hashtag not my Jacob. (laughs) Seriously, hashtag not my Jacob. Oh my God, that's so funny. Anyways, I just right off the bat, I have to, you guys can message me all you want. And if it's anything but that, I'll happy to entertain your arguments. If it's that, I'm not even entertaining your arguments. So listen, you guys, I won't entertain any Twilight bashing. Do not message us with Twilight bashing. We are here to enjoy. We are here to enjoy. Absolutely, we (laughs) are. So many times while I was reading this book, I was just like, you know what? I do not care. Okay. I do not care. I acknowledge this is weird and maybe this is an unhealthy relationship. I don't give an F. Okay. Let me enjoy my Twilight. Exactly. And I will say this for like the quality (laughs) of the love triangle because we over on our sister podcast, the Scripturian Society for Writers, Chris and I talk a lot. She hates love triangles, hates them. But we do talk about- I love them. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I think we could discuss this episode. It's a really emotionally charged one, you know? So there's a lot to say. Like, I'm like, F you guys, if you say that Jacob's not the best. <laughs> if you guys bring up the last book, F you. I'm not even going to talk to you. <laughs> You're out of the club. <laughs> we do not discuss the last book as far as Jacob oh is God. concerned. Listen, I have my own thoughts. Well, we'll we can discuss it later. Are we going to do all of them? Maybe we should, because I like I kind of feel like we should, too. Yeah, because at this point, we're halfway I think we through. might have to just start. Well ending our seasons with it or something like we do a pride and prejudice at the beginning <laughs> we just have to end with another masterpiece we're just bookending yeah with masterpieces written by <laughs> strong beautiful women that's exactly correct exactly <laughs> um anyways chris and i talk about uh, love triangles and multiple love interests i prefer the multiple love interests to love triangles where there's like more than just two and because mm. often like they're so different 
from each other. You're like, ooh, mm-hmm. so many different options. So interesting. But the thing with the love triangle that even Carissa has said that bothers her is often it's like these are two men who are exactly the same. They're like sexy in all the same ways. <laughs> And I will give this to Stephanie Meyer, which is why I think so few people take an issue with this as a love triangle. Is they are very, very different. I am very proud. They of this. are, yeah, very different. And you can, I mean, you know, if you're not completely blinded, you can see the pros and cons in both. You know, I think. Yes, you can. Like in book one, I was like, okay, Edward's fine for Bella. In this book, I'm like, Edward, you need to just take some you time. And he's like, I did. And then I went to the Volturi. <laughs> the thing that we have to say about Edward is he is such, um, he's so annoying. He is. Like, in his soul. Mm-hmm. And I love that for him. He is. And maybe this is why Javi relates to Edward. He's, an- he's so melodramatic. He is, and that's so what is my is. husband. They are, yeah, that's got to be what it is. They are the most unashamedly and unaware of how melodramatic they are about everything. And Javi does not think he's dramatic either. And he probably doesn't think Edward's dramatic. They're both the biggest drama queens I've ever seen in my entire life. Edward is entirely like, he's so emo. He's an edgelord. He's so dramatic. He is. Everything is like life or death mm-hmm. for him. Yep. He's a con. He hates himself so much. I think that's what I love about him. How much he hates himself. You're like, I could make you love yourself, Edward. <laughs> you one of those? It's a, it's a little bit that, and it's a little bit that I just think it's so funny because every decision he makes is like, yeah, except for that I'm the worst guy ever. <laughs> but uh- <laughs> see, I love Jacob because Jacob's like, I'm obviously the better choice, Bella, and I'm like, you are. You're correct, and I I appreciate your I confidence <laughs> for admitting that. It's so funny. (laughs) Hey, club members, Ash here. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my friend, Leah. We used to teach youth theater together, and she has the most beautiful voice that you've ever heard, and she is such an inspiration to the kids, to me. She still is, and I've never seen anyone love their family so hard. Recently, Leah's husband was diagnosed with liver cancer, and he's already undergone surgery and is now going through chemo, which, as you guys can imagine, is extremely stressful and also expensive. The good news is that GoFundMe exists, and also that we have a book club full of this amazing group of readers, easily the best group of people that I've ever met in my entire life. We've told you guys before how grateful we are to you guys. You guys are what make this whole thing we've been doing for over a year now so special. And I just wanted to ask if you guys have any extra money you could spare right now, if you could skip coffee or tea. I know a lot of us are tea drinkers. Just once this week to send some money their way, that would be amazing. I know that cancer is something that has touched all of our lives in one way or another and is really intimately messing with Leah and Jacob's life and family right now. Um, So if you guys could keep them in your thoughts, your prayers, if you can't send money, I completely understand. But if you guys can, whatever you can give, I would be so grateful. I know they would be so grateful. Leah and her family have set a goal of raising $20,000 and they're already almost halfway there. Uh, So if you guys find any room in your heart or in your wallet this week to give to them, that would just be amazing. I would love to get them to that $20,000, which as you can imagine is probably more like a drop in the bucket with this kind of thing, but still a drop that would mean the world to them and to me. So thank you guys for not skipping through this. Thank you for listening to my long diatribe. Uh, The link is in the show notes below if you want to give for medical and expenses for Jacob Schumacher at GoFundMe.com. And uh, now let's get back to the show. Oh, God. Okay, we're going to try and get into the plot here. But you guys just need to know all of our Twilight episodes, I think, are more about our assessment of the characters than about the plot. <laughs> than the plot. Let's be real. That's what we're doing when oh, we're reading God. it anyways. Um, 
I mean, you can break this plot down into like five points. Yeah, really. there's like you don't even have to get that deep into it. There, like instead of chapters, just if you guys have seen the movie, they do like a montage <laughs> of like Bella staring out the window as the seasons pass. That's exactly the book. Uh-huh. It's like September, October, November, and nothing is happening mm-hmm. except for her being depressed and wasting away, which is very extreme. Um, it is so iconic. You cannot tell me that's not iconic. It is iconic. I, when I first read when I first read this book, I was like. 11 or 12 and I was I had yeah I was in 6th grade I read the the first one I think I was in college or maybe maybe late high school see I no I was uh, (laughs) this was like I read them like the same year that the movies came out or that the first movie came out but it was like early that year Mm -hmm. that I read them and then they came out so I didn't have to wait as long as a lot of people but um Oh, I remember. I started reading them, like, right after Breaking Dawn came out. So I didn't have to wait for any of them to come out. However, after I finished Twilight, I was like, I need the next book. (laughs) I, like, I finished it, like, that night. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning, I went downstairs. It was, like, a Saturday. And I was like, "Um, we have to go to the bookstore now. We have to go now. We have to go to the bookstore right now immediately before we do anything else today. Thank you. And my parents were like, what? And I was like, we have to get the next Twilight book. foaming at the mouth and my dad drove me around to every bookstore at first it was he was like okay we'll go check but then i think we both kind of got like frustrated that we couldn't find it because it was they were sold out of every store because everyone was reading them and so anyway i finally found it at like walmart or something and that's this copy and then i read it and so i'm sitting down you know after the first one thinking like oh heck yeah a whole book of edward and bella being in love and then i get to like page 50 and i'm like you've got to be kidding (laughs) i lost my mind i love that and just reading the like October, November, December. I thought I was having a conniption. I seriously was like uh, freaking out. Oh my I mean, god! That was—I'll never forget that. I think I read <laughs> part of Eclipse and then I got distracted and never picked it up again. So I never finished reading the series. I've watched all the movies. The last ones are so cringy to me. The last two, <laughs> up until I enjoy the first three immensely. The first three movies are I like know. my everything. I could watch yep. them every damn day. The first one is like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I love the first movie. The so first much. movie is iconic. They really set the it tone really for is. the rest of the series. They're like, this is what this is going to be, and this is what you need to expect. It's- I think they should have followed the tone more closely I know. for the others. It's like you know? someone was like, maybe a little bit too much melodrama, and they were like, note taken. And it's like, why? Why did you take that note? No. Don't we do were that. here for it. Yeah, this is what the book is. This is what the okay. teenage girls flocked to the movie theater. I still remember all the news reports about the movie theaters and how insane it was when Twilight came out. Oh my god. It truly is kind of hard to like people who weren't there. If you guys were like, not you know like a was in like? junior high or high school when Twilight became the what it is, you have no you've never seen I don't think have we had the another mania. movement like this? Like think of Kind of like think of the Akatar movement, but like a million times, <laughs> a million times more. Yeah, because they haven't made an Akatar movie or anything. No. Oh my god! Imagine when they do. Oh, 
Also, I think like the romance in Akatar is so clearly cut. Yeah. In this one, it's like everyone was at each other's throats. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. No, this was. You guys, I can't even. I just can't think of it. We haven't had anything like Twilight since Twilight. Like, there's nothing <laughs> to compare. There the phenomenon. will never be another Twilight. <laughs> it changed the face of YA paranormal romance forever. I mean, YA paranormal romance was it? It was like a tiny little like sub section of like YA fantasy stuff. And now it's like huge, and Stephanie yeah, Meyer is the reason. After yeah, after Twilight, everything it was vampires was and werewolves. Vi- yes, everything supernatural romance, mm-hmm. everything. If you would go yeah. on like literary agents' websites, it would be like, "Do not send me vampire manuscripts. Do not send me werewolf man." Because everyone's just basically writing their fan fictions and sending them in for publication. Like that's basically for years what was happening. You know what though. That is kind of like us now with the Fae. There is so much Fae literature. Yep. It's very true. <sighs> <laughs> Rolls her eyes. Um, anyways, <laughs> so that's what we're going into this with. If you guys were not a part of that movement, I guess Gen Z probably doesn't know what it was like. Um, I'm sorry if you guys missed out, but we're going to try and give you a little bit of the experience. If they're like, these girls are insane. Yeah. I know we have some Gen Z listeners. I cannot communicate to you. We are like the mildest of the bunch. There were way 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 <laughs> crazier than us about this like people no, drawn to violence over it, this book i oh, know you <laughs> yeah you are i mean i closer. wasn't like that but no. i was you are much closer was, uh, to the ideal <laughs> twilight girl the thing is i don't feel ashamed of you it shouldn't. i would do it again mm-hmm. you know this is who i am i was behind the tr- <laughs> listen so my level of insanity about this is like a drop in the pool because I first of all I'm anti everything everyone else is into and I was then too I read it later than everyone else so I just watched from the outside so I still kind of feel like a bit of an outsider and my insanity about this and my intensity of feeling about this series is more it's like in like the top ranking of all books that I have big feelings about and I am like a drop in the bucket a drop in the ocean of Twilight Insanity yeah it was you're like a few bucketfuls of crazy else. about it but thank you you're welcome um <laughs> i think we're we're both pretty reasonable people you know listen i'm sorry but stephanie's writing this kind of angsty nonsense what am i supposed to it do was not irresponsible of her to be honest it really was <laughs> <laughs> okay so Oh, here we go. New Moon. Okay, so this is book two in the Twilight series. Um, Last book, I'm sure you guys all know what happens. Uh, Edward, Jacob, craziness. Edward uh, has to protect Bella. Psycho vampire um, tries to kill her. He kills them. Then her angry mate runs off. Okay, now it's happy dreamland. Uh, New Moon. Edward and Bella, so happy together, having the best time. (laughs) Bella's like, Edward, I just want you to turn me into a vamp. And he's like, absolutely not. (laughs) that's basically word for word yeah yeah. it's basically a direct quote um yeah so bella is not having a good time in that sense because she's like i'm gonna keep aging it opens up with a nightmare she has where she looks just like her grandmother and edward still looks hot and 17 and i'm like Mm. this is a valid concern i'll give her that i would also be concerned about this she's like i'm gonna keep getting older and it's about to be her birthday so she's extra anxious uh so i think she's about to be 18 so she's about to be a year Mm -hmm. older than when he was turned because he's eternally 17 even though he's like what a hundred and something, yeah, I think a hundred. I don't know. 100. Yeah, see, if we were super fans, we would know. We would just snap. Well, that okay, out. he was turned in nineteen seventeen, right? So I think oh, I he... don't know. See, she is more of a super fan than me. 
No, he's like almost 110, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but she's like, but he was turned at 17, so now I'm a whole year older than him, and this is the worst, because they're both dramatic as hell. I mean, oh my god. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> she did not want to celebrate her birthday. She's being a real Debbie Downer about it. She's like, I don't want anyone to wish me a happy birthday. And of course, her family and friends are like, happy birthday, Bella. And she's like, seriously, happy shut birthday, up. Bella. <laughs> like, but on that, the inside. That, that vine. Happy birthday, Raven. I can't swim. I can't swim. <laughs> I don't even know what that vine is, but I, oh, I feel strongly okay, that's, that's what it. it is. Anyway. Happy birthday, Oh my god, I can't swim. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even have to like see vines. Sometimes you just like quote them to me and I'm like, I can see how this is funny. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, um wait, new platform idea. It's just you like reenacting or revoicing old vines. <laughs> It's just me being like, guys, you remember that one vine where the- <laughs> I would subscribe to it so fast. Oh, that's so kind of you. Oh, You'd God. be my only subscriber. I don't think so. I think we all enjoy it when you reenact vines. It's one of my favorite things you do. It's called Do It for the Vine. <laughs> oh my God. Do it for the vine. Oh my God, I love it. Anyways. Okay, so uh, she's being kind of a butthead about her birthday. The Colons are all so excited to throw a birthday party because no one they haven't had like a so birthday party cute. in so long. It's precious. Alice is so excited. Ugh. I love Alice. Okay, that's one thing I love about this book. Much more Alice heavy. I know. I totally and agree. she is like my favorite well, character. Well, Alice is amazing. So. Also, shout out to the listener who sent us the thing that was basically about like the best like characters in Twilight, the hottest ones. And Charlie was like... <laughs> Ah, like scream worthy and I was like you are absolutely correct Charlie is so hot yeah. like I love Charlie I was like none of this is incorrect absolutely so good um anyway so she goes over to the colons for her birthday while she's there and opening a present she gets a paper cut and uh, I was like oh no that's what I would do like I'm like yep anyways get a paper cut in a house full of vampires and Jasper has been a Uh-oh. um non-human eating vampire for the least amount of time so his self-control is still the worst and so he kind of flips out and he's like an attacker and then they all protect her but then they all have to like run out of the room except for carlisle who oh my god carlisle's amazing um carlisle is so hot so hot it's insane but it's still ruining my life that he's 23 like (laughs) i cannot stop thinking about it this this is very bella of you to say that it's ruining your life because he is so old (laughs) But he's 23. I'm older than Carlisle Cullen. You're not, though. You just you know, look older. Body-wise. Yes, bo- physically. But that's, that is sick and twisted. I hate that. He's there, he and Esme are like the, the 23-year-old parents of all these like 17-year-old teenagers. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird. That's, that's, that's where my problem with this comes in. But anyways, hot Dr. Carlisle, who's totally fine around blood. Thank goodness. Um, he's like helps, you know, fix her up and it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she goes home and then Edward starts acting really weird after that, like really withdrawn and dramatic <sighs> as hell. Yeah. Defend him now, Kendall. <laughs> I can't. Like, this is not. I, I see where he's coming from, but he went about it in the worst a horrible way. way. Yeah. Like, I understand why he feels like this he's probably like okay i'm a jerk i'm the one who's always making bella in danger yeah. and all of that but i'm also like okay but like that ship has sailed right yeah like she almost died last book let's just move on yeah you know just move on but and he your won't. Best. yeah he will he's like i refuse to move on i refuse to grow as a person i'm gonna always <laughs> be like this i way. will hate myself no matter what 
<laughs> yeah. And so finally he's like, hey, Bella, I need to talk to you. And she's like, um, okay. And he's like, here's the deal. Uh, I don't love you. I've never loved you. I'm leaving. You're staying here. How could you ever think oh I love God. you? You made it so easy. And uh, I'm going to go now. You'll never see me or my family again. <laughs> It'll be like I never <laughs> existed. And she's like, um, okay. It is so ice cold. It's awful. Dude. Even in the movie, Reading at least they let Bella be like, I know you're just saying this. In the book, she's like, okay. Um, He's okay. seriously like, damn. Because uh. <laughs> Bella also, they both need to work on their self-esteem, honestly. Oh, my God. For people who everyone lusts after, they're both very, like, low self-esteem. That's what I'm saying. I feel Bella- like Jacob in this book really helps raise Bella's self-esteem. He does. I will, I'm not denying and that. And he has an all. over-healthy self-esteem, and I would prefer that, to be honest. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> you would prefer that to mopey, cold vampire boy yes. who hates himself? Yes. That's bonkers. I know. It's crazy. Anyways. Oh, my stomach just growled. Could you guys the hear that? The thing that I hate um, so much. Oh, sorry. What oh, it's my stomach growled, which I don't know if the mic picked up, but in our Halloween episode, it did pick up oh. my stomach growling. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. So you guys ever hear like a weird, it's Ash's stomach is always growling. Part of having an ulcer. Okay. <laughs> She's hungry, hungry. and she has an ulcer. (laughs) Woohoo! Woohoo! No, it's it's Um, Jacob's growl. The The thing that made me the most angry about this whole thing, I mean, already I was angry, but I had forgotten that he took her pictures of him and the CD that he gave her of him playing the piano and just took it it. when he left. Just took it. What the f? He literally, like literally erased what the f? All ex- he said it'll be like I never I, existed, and then he like was like, yeah, and I'm gonna get rid of everything that you have that's connected to me. How did he think that was a good idea? How and he's it an is idiot. so mean. I could not it believe was so it. Like cruel, unnecessarily he cruel. He's so stupid. He was like, this will be better for her, and I was like, how about you shut the f? Up? How about you let her make her own decisions, <laughs> Edward? made me piss off yeah rightfully so if that didn't piss you guys off then you're wrong i'm just pissed right off yeah (laughs) and then he freaking leaves and the whole family's gone and bella didn't get to say bye to anybody even alice and i'm like really mad that the whole family went along with it too i'm like since when is edward in charge okay seriously since when is edward in charge couldn't they have all like I feel like Carlisle would have been like, Edward, like, this is stupid. Yeah. But nobody said anything. Esme didn't say anything. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. Anyway. But then also, as if that wasn't bad enough, he, like, broke up with her in the woods and then surely saw that she was just wandering around the woods. And he left! He left. <laughs> and she just, so, she just wanders she- deep into the woods, curls up in the fetal position, just like in the movie. <laughs> just- and she just stays there. Just stays there. I mean, for like twenty four hours or something. Immortal hot boyfriend who is a vampire breaks up with you and says he never really loved you and it's fine. Like you were just a phase, and he's leaving. Yeah, I would, I would do in that the too. Position I don't. Too. I don't fault her at all for this reaction. Like who among us? No, who among us? This is completely valid to having your heart shattered into pieces. I'm like, I would absolutely do the same. You can go look for me in the wilderness in the fetal position. And I'll never regret it. I will never say it was overreacting. <laughs> no, that that's fair enough, girl. Yeah. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But then she's, like, tries to, like, Charlie, after they find her, Sam yeah. Uly Sam Uly from the, the reservation out in Le Push. Yes. 
um yeah he, he finds, finds her, her and takes her and home. then charlie is like oh my god because he got a letter from sorry i'm only stepping on your toes just oh to say I, this please one go for it but he he got a letter i guess that bella left in quotes really edward left it that was like i'm on the path out in the woods like don't worry about me me and edward are hanging out and i guess like that's something because at least he was like then they'll know where to look for her but i'm also like and, she, and then she's like, but he, it's not Edward's fault. I left the path. And I'm like, okay, he's a, literally a vampire. Surely he knew. Like, it makes me pissed off. This makes me so Now mad. I'm pissed off. I know. Well, and his whole time, he's like, I just want what's best for Bella. And I'm like, if you wanted what was best for Bella, Jacob is better for her. And he even admits it. He's like, I'm just not strong enough. And I'm like, but you were strong enough. To leave her in the fetal position okay. in the woods. You're not being entirely fair to Edward because at the end of the book, he literally says, he's like, listen, I know I messed up. If you have moved on and stuff, like, I'll I'll accept it. It's all good. He says that. He does. I know he says that. But still. What? You think? He couldn't. Come on. Edward. Ed, if Bella said, I don't want to date you anymore, Edward would be effing gone and he would go live underwater he'd go back to the volturi what are you talking about (laughs) he would immediately die that's what i'm saying he'd be like okay i'll never bother you again thanks Mm -hmm. yeah he would have but like bella was doing so much better finally without him anyways (laughs) it's just you know it's okay i get it edward and bella are meant for each other i get it they can bella is team edward i understand that bella is team edward I just don't think she I'm, should be. I'm not. <laughs> I just disagree. I think with her that's one choices. of the big push and pulls of the whole series. You're, you've hit it on the head, you know. <laughs> because truly, I like. Was it in the cosmic plan for her to meet Edward, or would she have been? I think she would have been also very happy if she had never met Edward, being with Jacob, and just. I think she could have learned to her love him. Her life would have been so much fine. less emo. Like, so much but less moody and sad and stressful. That's not what happened. So now that Edward's in the equation, we just can't take him out. You know what I mean? Ugh, I know. This is, I know. like, this is the exact same thing as the Hunger Games love triangle. It's like, if she had never met Peta and had to go to the games, she and Gail could have been very happy together, and I'm the first to admit it. Mm-hmm. But she did, so we can't we go back now. We what we have, I guess. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyways, so... Except for Peta and Edward are not that alike. No. No, they're not. Peta actually is very self-assured, which is one thing I really he like is. about him. I like Wait, it also since his primary... Uh, yeah, but real quick, I just have to. He's self-assured <laughs> and his primary survival skill is uh, baking and icing cakes. Like, Get you a man who is... Self-assured, self-assured in his skill Wait, in his skill set whatever <laughs> his skill set may be he's really good at making bracelets okay <laughs> that is the man who i want to be the father of my child <laughs> oh god he's really good at video games okay what more could you oh, want Peta? oh your husband no. <laughs> well yeah hobby's good at him too i was just thinking about like random who skills that are not about? actually <laughs> that useful I was like, I guess Peter could be good at video <laughs> uh, Actually, I don't see it. He'd probably be like, cool, guys. And then he'd go, like, bake or something. Yeah, I know. His whole like identity flowers. is baking. So 
Mr. Sensitive. Yeah, he's Mr. Sensitive. <laughs> so is Edward. Anyways, Edward's thing is music. Know, that's why I love them. Mm, see, I'm not, I don't like that. Edward is sensitive. Yeah, that was a cute gift, though, honestly. You have to admit that. No, was that a was a very, present. very precious gift. Yeah. Yeah, he gave her a CD. A CD of, of music and... that he played, which is very sweet. Yeah, including Bella's Lullaby, I best know. song ever written. It is, it's good. Okay, anyways, so she gets anyway, scary. So sorry. No, you're good. You feel free to interrupt whenever. Um, the plot of this is very simple. Like, I could probably wrap it up in about 10 sentences. Yeah. <laughs> like, she goes home, she depressed, three months of she depressed and doesn't live, and finally Charlie's like, you got to go stay with your mom. You can't just stay here and be depressed. You're going to have to go live in Florida. And then she says, no, I'll be better and happy, I promise. And so, because she doesn't want to leave Forks, because what if they come back, you know? And I'm like, girl, this is not the way to live. And uh, so she ends up reconnecting with Jessica, one of her friends. And um, they go to Port Angeles where they went, which is where in book one, she went there with uh, Angela, right? And Jessica. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Sorry. No, no, for prom shopping. Yeah, for prom shopping. Sure. So, and that, and when they went there, that's the first time that she and Edward had like a real kind of heart to heart because um, these creepy guys started following Bella when she was by herself. And then Edward came and got and scooped her up and was like, talk to me so I don't go back and kill them. And we were like, Edward, wait, is this attractive? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was pretty great. <laughs> it was pretty great. It's hard to say that it wasn't great. Listen, there's no <laughs> Jacob really in book one. So you only have, so of course Edward's great. <laughs> If there was no Jacob, Edward would be like, okay. I Jacob see would it. have done the same thing, though. He would have. He would have. But I think I would have liked the way he did it more, you know? He'd have been open. <laughs> Edward was extremely moody about it. He was. But, like, I understand. It was a kind of a traumatic I just, experience. I think, like, Jacob actually would have, like, gotten in a bit of fight with a couple of them. And I'm just like, <laughs> I would have liked to see that. I'm fine if, with that. <laughs> if Edward had gotten in a fight with them, he would have murdered them. So it's probably best that he didn't. <laughs> I guess. I don't know, I guess. So, anyways. I mean, he's trying to get her to like him. She probably wouldn't if he had murdered somebody right in front of to her. To protect her. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, no, that's true. I just, I think Jacob wouldn't have killed him. He'd just gotten in a fight. And I feel like they deserved to get scuffed up a little bit. They did. They, they deserved to get their asses kicked. And I just feel like Jacob um, could have delivered a really good fully ass kicked. Kicking. Fully kicked. Exactly. That was a very dark scene for the first book, I have to say. It was extremely dark. The implications are very... They're very Seriously. bad. But anyways, I was like, Oof. her and Jessica are back in Port Angeles. Uh, she sees some sketchy guys across the street who remind her of those creepazoids. And she's like, um, I'm going to for no reason at all go over there and talk to them. Because now when she does dangerous things, this is kind of when she realizes when she does things that are dangerous, right? And gets a bit of an adrenaline rush. She hears Jacob's voice in her head. And she's like, oh, my Edward's God. Vo- Sorry, Edward's voice. I'm thinking of myself. She... <laughs> <laughs> She uh she hears Edward's voice in her head being like, don't do it, Bella. Bella, be careful. Bella, you promised me. Because he made her promise that she wouldn't do anything reckless before he left. And I'm like, right, but you think he doesn't care about you anymore. Okay, y'all are just the stupidest people. And so she's going to, like, talk to them. And Jessica's like, Bella, oh, my God, Bella. And after this, she, like, really ices her out. So nothing ends up happening. She's like, oh, I thought I recognized them. But now she's figured out, okay, when I do dangerous shit, I hear Edward's voice, which is the closest I can feel to him now that he's gone. So I'm just going to be an adrenaline junkie now and just put myself in as much danger as possible just to hear Edward's voice. I do have to say, this is such a wild turn for the character, I think. (laughs) It really is. Like... Yep. This whole plot point is so weird to me. 
It is. I always thought it was weird. I, it's very strange. And in the movie, it kind of gives the impression that, like, somehow telepathically, Edward's, like, kind of, like, keeping an eye on her or something somehow. But he's not because that's his whole thing. Because he can't read her mind or anything. And so in the book, I just, spoiler, it turns out, no, like, Bella's just crazy. She's just a little crazy She's just a little crazy. And, like, you know, because Edward comes back, and in the end, we've already said that and stuff. And, no, there was no, like, magic vampire telepathy thing going on. She yeah. was just really losing her mind. He was seriously like, um, they have a what the hell? Yeah, he's like, so when I heard your voice, and he's like, when you, what? He's like, I'm sorry, what? Huh? <laughs> what uh, anyways, so. He's like, I'm, you jumped off a cliff for fun? Yeah. She's like, yes. She's like, actually, it was to hear your voice in my head. <laughs> but, anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay, so she fins- she's driving. She passes, like, one of her, like, schoolmates' house or whatever, and there's these two, like, busted dirt bikes out front. And she's like, ooh, uh, can I have these? Because uh, I know someone who can fix them up. <laughs> and now begins the <laughs> Bella and Jacob saga that I love. They're- yeah, it's pretty damn cute. It's adorable. Also, come on. Like, he can work on cars and motorcycles. That's hot. Javi used to have a motorcycle. Javi works on cars. <laughs> Give me. Like, I need one more similarity between these stupid boys. Oh, my God. Listen, no, but I don't think anyone he has eyes. has said. Javi has eyes. They are. <laughs> they have brown hair. They have they brown are. hair. They got two hands and two feet. Give me one more similarity. <laughs> Their names both start with a J. <gasps> I didn't even see that one. <laughs> so good. Anyway. Uh, but listen, nobody in the history of the world has ever denied that Jacob Black is hot. It's not so a question. Hot. And I will tell you guys right up front, my biggest flaw with him, aside from the last book that we d- it will not be mentioned, my biggest flaw <laughs> with Jacob is that he's like a year or two, or like a year and a half or something younger than Bella. And I'm like... Bella just turned 18 and he's 16. Yes, and he's 16. So he's but like he likes to be like yeah. 16 and a half and all that, which is, I don't even yeah. know if that's actually true. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> I, I do have a big problem with that. And it, I don't care. I'm sorry if you guys, if you're a lady dating a dude who's younger than you, maybe you guys are perfectly happy. I have such an internal prejudice against that. <laughs> I'm like, I have a really hard time. <laughs> oh my God. I would do it. See, I have. I mean, mm mm. I just can't do it. Every, I can't do it. I've also been like a 75-year-old woman my entire life. So the idea of dating someone younger than me is just like... Mm. You're like, nah. If anything, we got to compensate the other I way. I did, and I did compensate the other way. I was six years older than me. And the guy I was talking to before, Javi, was 10 years older than me. And I was like, he's just not mature enough. Oh, my God. Well, not because I'm that mature, but I just because I'm an no. old woman. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Well, yeah. clearly, but that's one of the cute things they have is that they make their little joke about See, like, yes. have, like they're really not like, their same age. cutesified it. And I'm okay because she cutesified it. I was like, I'll accept it. And then also the whole werewolf thing, I feel like gives him a, like a lot more age because he gets like really mature really fast when he turns like werewolf. Yeah. The fact though is he, he is 16. Like now that I'm 25, I'm like, he is Tiny. He's tiny. I cannot handle that Jacob Black is tiny. He's tiny. This is crazy. But he, Although, yeah, he ages so thing. fast, though, when he turns werewolf. He's, <laughs> he is not tiny. This boy is 6'5". Six, 6'5", five. Six, five, yeah. they say in the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bella is 5'4". I love he it. He is a full... Over a foot. Foot and an inch taller yeah. than her. I love that it. That blew my mind. 6'5 is an insane height it's crazy does anyone realize how tall this is it's for some reason this blew my mind i like went on I'm a like date with a guy like who was six nine be. and that Woo! was unbelievable 
Like he could he fit through doors? With ducking, yeah. If <laughs> he ducked. Oh my god. He was so sweet. Such a talented poet. He was a poet. He was <laughs> It's not a joke. He really was. If you're listening, um, Dietrich, oh hi. God. You were so sweet. Oh, sorry, Such Dietrich, a great you poet. I to laugh at your poetry. I just love the way she said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't, you know, you'd be like, oh, he's a basketball player. Oh, um, such a talented poet. Yeah. But the way that you're saying it, you sound like you met him once at a. Well, like, we went on like one date. I mean. A- we were classmates. We went on a date together. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't. You just sound like you had some kind of, like, fateful meeting that you'll never oh, see Oh, we met again. on the Seine in France. Exactly. <laughs> Eating he baguettes. Was such a talented poet. He was a talented poet in those days. He was. No, he's a great poet. Super nice He had guy. to duck to get through the door. <laughs> so Anyways, so I'm trying to look compare it, like, with that, like, 6'5", and then I, another guy I dated was 6'2", so I'm, like, somewhere in the middle. It's still mm-hmm. really, really tall. It's so tall. It really is. Like I'm trying to how like, imagine. Tall is, how tall is Eddie Boy? I feel like Eddie's not even six foot. I think he's probably five ten. Five. You think five so? 11. I think he's. I think he's five eleven. I bet he's five eleven. Javi's five yeah, eleven. So don't tell him that because Javi will be like, "See, I am Edward." <laughs> I, I truly think that words. Edward is like. <laughs> yeah, he's like five eleven. Yeah, and. The thing that's funny about Edward is he's just very pretty. He's not even built. <laughs> he's the other thing. Jacob's built. He's got the shoulders, right? He's got those broad shoulders. So does Javi. You see? So I'm just like, oh my the body God. types you don't guys, match. I guys- I also just cannot picture Javi as a vampire. Like, can you? Because I cannot. No. I could picture myself as a vampire better than I could picture Javi as a vampire. Ooh, a star-crossed romance. Ooh. I don't know. Mm. I don't. I probably. Oh. I'm looking at myself in the camera, thinking I probably look more like vampire than I could look like a werewolf. Unfortunately. Well, you are pretty pale. I'm very, very pale. I have two shades, white like and Bella. Pink. Yeah, and so, but Javi, um, I can't. I can't see it as vampire at all. No, for mm-hmm. sure. Nope. Hey, do you guys think that Ash loves her husband or? <laughs> I warned you all. This was actually, this is actually a team hobby episode. I know, clearly. What I just need to start doing instead of wearing like a Twilight like Team Jacob shirt when we have our Twilight episodes, I just need to be like oh hobby space. This is just the the team oh hobby fan God. club. And hobby doesn't listen to our episodes, which is good because he does not need any bigger of a head than he already has. The boy is so overconfident. I mean- he does not need to hear any of this. So that would be very cute of you. You'd be like the most supportive wife ever i don't think of myself as a simp but like so okay really because i think i am a simp for hobby but you are a complete simp but i think only for him like do i simp for anyone else no but i mean like i don't the only person you would simp for i get well i don't like simp for characters either really that i like even jacob i don't simp for like i only simp for him because he reminds me of my husband (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. Uh, well, see, maybe that's why I am so into it. Because Edward is the ultimate simp. He is. He will not, like, he's literally like, I do not, <laughs> like, I don't, listen, I know this is problematic. I don't care. I do not care, You're everyone. Like, listen, he's I like, don't. I would rather die than not be with you. And I'm like, give me that shit. You know, just 
pour it on. Oh, see, that's I'm like, good shit. that's a little too much pressure. Um, I think we need to take a step back I, in the relationship. Where's we the slow drama things down anymore? Edward? You know what I'm saying? Everyone's so like, oh, I mean, I understand. Boundaries are good. In real life, you should definitely mm-hmm. be like, you know, aware yeah. and like thinking I'm practically. just like, However, I need you to drama, be okay without me. See, I don't care. In a book, I don't care if they're codependent. I do not care. It makes for it's more fun that way, you know. It is fun. I'll give you that. And like, uh, one of my all-time fluff favorites is the Tiger's Curse series, which is not fluff in some ways, but in other ways, in the romance ways, is completely fluff. The most co-damn dependent relationship. They were so codependent. Yeah, and those that love triangle in that series, those boys are almost exactly the same, and they're both codependent. <laughs> they kind of are. And I don't care. I love it. But I have no other options to pick from. So like. Oh, God. Anyways. um, See what happens next in the story. I don't remember what we're talking about. Oh, so she takes oh, yeah, the dirt so they're bikes. working on the bikes. Yes. And she's like, hey, Jacob, my friend, um, would you help me put these back together? Could you get them running for me? And he's like, I didn't know you wanted to like ride dirt bikes. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a real adrenaline junkie these days. And he's like, OK. And she's like, so if you wouldn't, I mean, I'm going to have to be here like a lot. Is that OK with you? And he's like, um, yeah, of course <laughs> yes, it is. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. So they have to like kind of sneak yep, around uh-huh. because, um. Uh, Jacob's dad and uh, Bella's dad would not be cool with them probably making <laughs> motorcycles together. Um, no. It's so cute, though. They just, like, hang out. They're like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And they're, like, <laughs> hanging out, like, every day. And also, like, up I until know. this point, until hanging out with Jacob, Bella has been completely depressed, just trying to fake a smile so that her dad doesn't send her away. But he's, like, so concerned. Like, the doctor called her catatonic. Like, she was not doing good. And so like she's pretty bad. Really, really bad. And so now that she's hanging out with Jacob every day, she's legitimately having a good time. Like she legitimately so feels sweet. so happy when she's with him. Which that is part when like, after she left when she was like, Wait, I'm just like laughing because I'm having fun. Yeah. And then she was like, I love laughing. I haven't laughed in five months. Exactly. I was exactly. like, Oh my God. It's so good. Um, and then his uh Jacob's friends, Quill and Embry, show up and they're like, I used to have a him. big crush on Embry when I was a kid. Well, I yeah. don't know. Why? I had I mean, a crush on all hot. the werewolves. I mean, I like the so cute. I like the werewolf energy. I should have known it was going to be an <laughs> army boy who was attracted to. One of my favorite characters in the whole series is Seth, the werewolf boy. Oh, he's such he a is cutie so boy. Adorable. He is. He, of course you did. Of course you did. He's such I a love you character. Seth. Also, Seth and Edward's friendship is pretty that they sweet. form later is so cute. It is cute. Like, who would have thought? I know. That's so adorable. It is adorable. Oh, my God. Now I can't wait for Eclipse. I know. I'm excited, I'm excited that we're going to do the whole series now. Um, mm. The last book is going to be really hard for me. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a Jacob lover, that's going to be a challenge. <laughs> but um, I blame Stephanie, not Jake. <laughs> Anyways, so they're building the dirt bike. She's having a good time. They are um, going to go. They start riding the dirt bikes. Um, and she because she's doing it all for like the rush to hear Edward's voice. And she does and then crashes because she's Bella. Um, I truly relate to she's her clumsiness. So clumsy. She's so clumsy. And usually I'm like, uh, like Kelsey Hayes in Tiger's Curse once again. Like, she's, like, so needlessly clumsy, and it's inconsistent. Because, like, one second she's really clumsy, and, like, the next second she's, like, hitting the target with her magic powers. And I'm like, I don't buy it. I will give Bella this. Bella would never hit that target. (laughs) Never. She is so consistently uncoordinated. I'm like, okay, I can accept this. (laughs) This is just 
Like, it's not just a plot device, you know? Like, sometimes (laughs) they have the female characters be clumsy as a plot device. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. she tripped and fell so that the guy would have to pick her up or she'd get captured or, you know, because it just, it makes her more adorable in this scene, but the next scene, she's actually really coordinated. No, no, no. Bella is a magnet for problems and so uncoordinated. Consistently. (laughs) And I like it because I relate to that. I like it, too. I honestly love Bella Swan. I don't understand the people who dislike her. No, I like her, too. Maybe leave my girl alone. Yeah, maybe okay, leave her alone. Okay, there's a lot going on. She does. I feel like, again, I think it's largely to blame. The movies are largely to blame. But the movies were directed on purpose that way with that much melodrama. So I'm like, look, they just did. Even the actors just did what they were directed. Like, it's just a different vibe. I thought that Kristen Stewart was good. I thought she I was good, too. Think she's good. People were like, she was so morose. And I'm like, the whole movie's morose. <laughs> that's the point the movies did suck a lot of the fun out they of the did. books i have exactly you know. it's true she's more fun in the books but everyone's more fun in the books than they are in the yeah. movies except for jacob he's pretty much he's pretty similar i like he him is, yeah um anyways so uh he's like jacob helps her she's all injured he like takes her home or whatever um this is when uh, she calls him beautiful. She's like, you're kind of beautiful, which is the line in the movie and in the book. Because um, so he, he needs to take off his shirt to show off his speck- his, his pretty sparkling oh, he abs. To. He has to because how else is he going to soak up the blood? You know, what's he supposed to do? Take off his pants? Like, guys, no. think about it for one second. He had to take his shirt off. Okay, What was he supposed to do? There was no do? other option. God. <laughs> Not like he probably had a jacket or something because this is in Washington State. No, sh- shut up. He didn't have. There was no jacket. No, because he's a but werewolf and But he doesn't need a jacket. Exactly. 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 There was no. This is what I'm saying. Stephanie like really backed up her choices. <laughs> Stephanie knew what she was doing. You guys, <laughs> we do not question Stephanie. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So, um, let's see. She ends up trying to go to a movie, and uh, for Mike is also so her buddy Mike from school who's had a crush on her on and off. He's like, want to go to the movies, Bella? And she's like, yes, with a lot of other friends, let's do that. It's a group. (laughs) (laughs) Which he's like, okay, I guess. But then, like, always happens in these awkward friend situations. Everybody else bails, like, an hour before they have to go to the movie. (laughs) And Jacob is going to go, too. So it's just Bella and Jacob. And Mike. And they go to the movie. It's so funny. It's so funny. It is. And they go to this, like, really gruesome action movie because, you know, she's an adrenaline junkie now. And both guys are sitting next to her with their hands up, like, ready for her to hold their hands, which is so... It makes me cringe so, so deeply. So I, embarrassing. I had almost a situation for situation example is my enti- in my own life where I had a friend um, and he was about to go... He was about to leave for the Navy. And I kind of thought he'd had a crush on me. And he was just a friend. He was very sweet. But um, he and my sister and all my sister's friends, like, we all kind of hung out, like, the townies, basically. Like, kind of like like the townie friends. And so mm-hmm. he'd been trying to get me to go to a movie with him. And I was like, I do not want to give this guy the wrong impression at all. And so we ended up compromising and having, like, a big group go to the movie. Everybody bailed, including my sister. So no. but he was about to leave for the Navy. And I was like, I don't want to crush. Like, he was having a time. It's a lot to go oh, through. Man. And I was like, I don't want to just bail completely. And so we went. And I had already been very clear. We're just friends. And he spent the whole movie with his hand first like this, like on the armrest and then on the seat beside us. And then he even put it over and it was touching my leg. And I like shifted no. and like tried to like brush it away without seeming like I was. And I felt so bad. 
no oh I felt my so god bad. so in the situation that bella's in with both guys doing it i'm like everything inside me wants to curl up and die this is so, so bad awful. so awful you guys okay my sweethearts my sweet boys um and girls but especially my sweet boys if you are asking someone to go on a date and they keep recommending a group outing that's your sign that's your sign my sweet <laughs> that's it take it take it they're being nice they're, be- they're trying to say nicely i do care about you and i do want to hang out with you but i do yep. not feel romantic towards you that's what yep. that means so just yep. putting that out there i feel like it's obvious but maybe it's not obvious <laughs> this is your sign from the universe from the universe here you go on a silver platter <laughs> Oh, oh God. God. Anyways. Bella. But, you know, I was thinking, I was like, how hot is Bella Swan? She's got to be really hot, right? Everyone is in love with her. Everyone is in love with her. I mean, she's always like, I'm so average. And I'm like, Bella, I simply do not believe you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I simply think you're lying. She's also like really introverted. So I'm like, it's not even the thing where like, oh, she's got like a sparkling personality. Like, girl doesn't talk to anyone. <laughs> No, like, and she's nice when you talk to her, but yeah. she's not, like, going to go out of her way, no. you know? So. And, if, like, in the first book, they kind of, like, justify it by, like, she's the new girl, like, the new she's thing, the so new all girl. the boys yeah. are like, ooh, a new toy, you know, like, that kind of thing, which is totally a thing. But I'm like, really? I mean, maybe, I guess because it's a small town, maybe it's still, like, she's the one from out of town, I guess. <laughs> Everyone's but... taken, too. So. Yeah, everyone else is taken. <laughs> um, and I think it's a bit of a pride thing with Mike, because he's been, like, you know, close, but not quite, and now he's... there's another boy, and so... Right. Yeah. Mike will just never win. Like, no. I mean, Jacob doesn't even have a chance. Mike definitely doesn't have Mike a chance. Re- Mike you know? never had a chance, but he really <laughs> wanted a chance. <laughs> he really He's like, just thought. give me a chance. And she's like, you are competing with supernaturally hot boys. I don't think you're going <laughs> to win this one, Mike. Mike Newton, um, mm-hmm. boy who works at the heart, the, the, the what sports, is it? sports store. store? Yeah. It's not going to work not out. Not going to work okay. out, no. Uh, and so he gets sick at the at the movie, which Jacob's like, haha, pussy, which is not at all. He's not scared of the movie. Poor guy's got the stomach flu, which is why a lot of the people didn't go to the movies because they all got the flu. So he, like, leaves the movie <laughs> early to go throw up. Jacob and Bella so are like, funny. oh, are you okay? Well, Bella's like, are you okay? And Jacob's like, ha, 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 ha. Laughing. Like, this is the funniest <laughs> shit that's ever happened. Oh, God. And so... Did they have this really sweet moment where they're waiting outside for Mike to finish throwing up? And Jacob's like, I know that you don't have those feelings for me right now because you're still, you know, kind of broken. And she's like, yeah, and I don't want you to wait for me because that's not fair to you. And he's like, I don't mind waiting. I'll wait as long as I need to. And if all you, if all you can do right now is be friends, I'm OK with that. I love this from Jacob. There is no pressure here. This is the sweetest, gentlest I understand where we're at. I respect what you're saying, but I don't want to give up. And if you're okay with that, and she's like, okay, I'm okay with that. Are you okay with this? And he's like, yeah, I am. And it's very sweet. Yes, except for that later he acts like a complete dick whenever she starts hanging out with the vampires again. And Yeah, but Edward acts like like a dick to the werewolves. Listen, they are so much between the vampires and werewolves. They act like straight dicks to each other. But it's also the fact that she didn't pick him, you know? Well, yeah. That's a, clearly an aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. No, of <laughs> course like, it I'm is. Just, but I don't try, really blame him. literally... <sighs> okay, whatever. You're like, no, you <laughs> should this, blame him. <laughs> this book, I was like, Jacob, you're doing so well. I love you. And then I was like, oh, I forgot you can be a dick. 
you know. I will it just say happened. in Eclipse, I, I didn't read all the books, so I don't really remember. I just remember the movie. Um, so I could eat my words in Eclipse. We'll see when we get there. Jacob is kind of a dick in Eclipse. Yeah. A little bit. I think he is. I, I think I, I think it just doesn't bother me as much. Like a little bit of being a dick. <laughs> Again, you've met my husband. So I, part of me thinks it's funny, <laughs> which is a problem. And it does stress out my mother. Yeah. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, listen, I, you know, I love Jacob, but I'm not saying he's I'm just not willing to admit that he acted perfectly in oh, this book. He wouldn't be no. interesting if he acted perfectly. I'm just impressed <laughs> yeah, with this. With I'm just impressed with this conversation. I think a yeah, lot of the true. awkward, I think just because this is a thing inevitably, it's the none of the guys I like like me. That thing, which is just unfortunately life. I think if we had more conversations like this one that went this way, I think there'd be a lot less stress. Like Bella's like, I like you as a friend. I'm just like really like broken to pieces right now over what happened and I can't be what you want me to be. And he's like, that's mm-hmm. okay. That's okay if you never do. But is it okay with you if I still keep trying? And I just, and I promise I know where you're at. And I'm like, okay. At least they had that conversation. That's nice. They did have a civil discussion about it. Did it they hold both cared. out? No, but they had a, I'm just saying this conversation. <laughs> you're like, this was a good step. This was a good step. And now if we had just consistently maintained this. Yeah. This attitude, you know, but right after this, something really big is going to happen and Jacob's going to change is, a lot. Yeah, I'm willing to give Jacob somewhat of a pass a lot of the time because he is tiny. He is 16. He is 16. He is showing very <laughs> impressive emotional gravitas in this moment as a 16-year-old. I know. I, and that, that makes me so sad. Like, he, I hate when Jacob gets all werewolfy and, like, even hotter, but, like, <laughs> kind of... It makes me upset. I want him to still be baby sunshine Jacob. Yeah, I know. Because he gets kind of moody. He's he does. Like, which is, and I'm like, which that's is, Edward's thing. That's I, not you. He does get moody. I do. I did like him a lot less when he got moody. Um, then we had two moody boys, and I was like, oh my god, can just y'all just chill out for a second? Can you guys calm down? Please. Everybody just calm down. And Bella's like, oh my god, I can never calm down. And I'm like, yeah, because you're surrounded by psychos. Psychos, Bella. Yeah. Anyways, so. She's like, oh, Jake, are you getting sick? You feel like you have a fever. And he's like, oh, I feel fine. I don't know. And then she goes home and she gets the stomach flu for 24 hours. Jacob goes home and she doesn't hear from him. So she assumes that he's sick, too. But then she can't get a hold of him after that. And his mm. and the, his dad is, like, kind of, like, avoiding, you know, talking to her. Mm-hmm. And so things get weird. Basically, it's kind of we have the scene that happens in the movie, too, where she basically is like, I'm just going to go sit outside his house. I'm going to make him talk to me. And so she does. And he shows up and his long, beautiful hair is cut short. And like uh-huh. um, and it's just like Sam, Sam Uli or Uli. I don't know how you say his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, and his whole gang, which Jacob had previously said he was really skeeved out by because Sam has this whole like pack of like boys from the from the from La Push. And they're all they kind of just, like, they'll be, like, normal, like, chill, like, Jacob's, like, buddies hang around one day, and the next day they just follow Sam everywhere. And mm-hmm. this has already happened to Embry or Quill? Which one uh, goes first? One of them. I can't one remember. Of I think it was Embry. Embry, I think, yeah. So Embry does that first. And so so Jake has this whole time been, like, I don't know if it's drugs. I don't know what it is. But it's, like, a cult or something. And so he's been, like, afraid of Sam and afraid of the group. But he shows up, and he's hanging out with them, and his hair is short, just like theirs. And he's acting like them. And um, anyways, so he's, like, you need to leave, Bella. And I can't be friends with you anymore. And she's, like, you promised. You promised me that you would be my friend. And he's, like yeah i can't keep that promise and it's awful and she drives someone she's like well life is once again meaningless yeah everyone keeps abandoning her it's awful but then 
he shows up. Also, I should say at this point, uh, I forget how we know it, but Victoria, oh, Lauren, she she tries, she goes and yeah. tracks down the meadow where she and, you know, and Edward had their moment and he sparkled and she was like, oh my God, you're so hot and sparkly. I love you. Like that moment in that meadow. And then, <laughs> you know, you know, you guys, know, the moment. You guys know the moment. You guys know the meadow. And so she finds it and she's there. But then Lauren shows up from the pack of vampires who had, one of them had tried to kill her in the last book. And he's like, hey, so... Good to see you, Bella. I heard the Collins left. Uh, haven't seen him around, by the way. Just checking. Uh, also, Victoria, <laughs> James's mate. You know, James, who your boyfriend killed. Uh, she's real mad and feels like mate for mate would be fair. So just so you know, she wanted, uh, she wants to come kill you. But since I'm here, I'll just do it for you. But that for her. But then Lauren doesn't get to kill her because the wolves come and kill Lauren. And Yay. so, hooray for that. But Victoria now knows that she's there anyway. So Victoria is right. trying to get to her. So when Jacob jumps into her stop. window that night, she's yep. like, thinks she's about to die. And it's terrifying because she thinks it's Victoria. And she's terrified yeah, that, that Victoria is, is going to, like, kill her family and friends, too, which is understandably scary and um there have also been rumors around town of these like giant like no one knows if they're giant wolves or bears or what but they think that these are attacking people because they keep finding like traces of blood and hikers are going missing and all these weird animal sightings um it's the wolves from the werewolf pack and they're trying to protect people and they're trying to track down victoria so that's yep. what we find out um but Jake, all a big misunderstanding it's all just a misunderstanding and so <laughs> <laughs> and so um my Adelaide voice came out a little bit. <laughs> it's a little that. bit higher than it needs to be. Okay, so Jacob shows up. He's like, I'm trying to keep my promise to you, Bella, but I can't. I need you to guess. I need you to really think. She's like, something's changed. And she's like, he's like, yes, think hard. We had a conversation one book ago on the beach when you flirted with me for information. Do you remember? And she's like, yeah, remember you told that? me about the vampires. And he's like, before that. There was other things I said, and she's like, I only remember like, the vampires. Mm, I've really got a one-track vampire mind right now. She so. really does. So he's like, just, I need you to do this. Think about it, Bella. If, when you figure it out, that's, I can't tell you. But if you figure it out, it's a loophole. So you just, come on, you can do this. And then he leaves, and she's like, huh. Come on, Bella. She's like, I, it's all vampires. <laughs> Falls asleep. <laughs> Wakes up, and she's like, oh, my God. That's right. He told me before the vampire story, the story about how his tribe was descended from wolves and they had this whole thing against the cold ones aka the vampires they're like rivals and stuff and so she's so she goes and she she shows up and she's like werewolf you're a werewolf i figured it out you're a werewolf and he's like do you think i'm a monster now <laughs> and i'm like all you moody ass boys you are too hot oh to ask that God. question how you have the audacity to ask that question with the way you look i don't think so <laughs> like okay yeah oh it's so sad you're oh. now even hotter because you have supernatural powers what a like, monster oh Ugh. who could ever want you like Ugh. oh my god like you just Enough. became hotter shut up jacob <laughs> <laughs> so stupid these boys kill me with their oh so i'm just a annoyed. monster shut i'm a monster bella up. you wouldn't want to be with me and Ugh. she's like you've got to be kidding me right she's now. like monsters are actually kind of my type <laughs> <laughs> Look, seriously oh god anyways so He's like, hooray. And she's like, by the way, this vampire's been chasing me. And he's like, dude, we've been looking for that vampire. You you know stuff? Oh, my God. And so he's girl. like, here. He's like, girl, this is great news. And so he, like, takes her to, like, meet with the other werewolves, which is super against the rules. They all, one of them, one of the, who is it, Paul, I think? Yeah, One Paul. of the other werewolves kind of freaks out, and he, like, tries to attack her. And then this is awesome in the movie, too. Jacob <laughs> lunges for him, shifts in midair into a giant wolf, and ka-chow, they clang together. And he goes and bites the werewolf. And I'm like, this is everything. 
Love a little bit of violence, oh, you know. They're my fine. God, it's fun. It's fun. It's all in good fun. It might have been the sexiest moment in the whole movie. Maybe there's something. Oh wrong with my it. God, it was Please. so attractive. So attractive. Oh my God, <laughs> you're like, stop. You're making it worse. No, I can't have this podcast with you anymore. <laughs> Anyways, um, they're like, no, don't worry about it, Bella. They'll be fine. Paul is just a hothead. They get into it all the time. But they're also like taking bets on who's going to win because they're like, you know, Paul's been a werewolf long. And they're like, yeah, but Jacob's a natural. Do you see how he shifted in midair? Even Sam yeah. couldn't have done that. Of course, Jacob is like the star werewolf here. I know. I and love I love it. it. I'm like, I love this for you. <laughs> Good job, Jake. Jacob. Of course. Jacob. <laughs> inside my head the whole time i really want to watch this movie again because i'm like i just need to fan a little bit but it's good because bella they're like oh bella knows all the vampire stuff so she can like help us out exactly we're trying to kill victoria so it really works out yeah it worked out well so then uh they take her to emily's house which is sam's fiance and emily's got this big old scar on her (gasps) face from when sam changed so the werewolves the way the legend goes not everybody in the tribe like becomes has like the werewolf gene basically or the the werewolf gene doesn't activate basically unless there's like a threat you know around so unless there's Mm -hmm. cold ones aka vampires around and um because the colons weren't really a threat they were like you know they had a treaty with them it wasn't a big deal but there are more vampires the vampires like what is it with forks washington and vampires because like (laughs) they get a lot of vampire action it's the uh the the climate (laughs) the climate they love it they love it yeah, and so they're like, okay, now now it makes sense between the Colons being back and the and Laurent and James and Victoria, and then there's gonna be way more vampires. They're like, okay, now we see we've been shifting. Like, there's like a big you know conflict coming is kind of the vibe that you get, which kind of sets us up for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. So the the men of the tribe have been, and not sorry, not just the men, some of the girls too, but it's mostly dudes. But some of the girls also shift into werewolves or whatever. Um, they have started more of them, more of them become wolves, but Sam was like the first one. So he had no idea how to control it or what to do. And he shifted once. And at first, like they kind of lose control, kind of like the vampires, but not as bad. Um, mm-hmm. And Emily, his, I guess, girlfriend at the time or whatever, was standing too close and he scratched her and oh. it's awful. And so, of course, it Sam was just like horrified and would be. It's pretty sad. It's very sad. So it's pretty tragic. And it's also kind of like, this is like everyone's warning kind of to Bella. They're like, and by yeah. the way, remember, like part of Jacob is a wild animal, you know? Mm-hmm. So like you do have to keep, th- I'm like kind of same risk with the vampire. It's almost like Stephanie's like, I need her to not be perfectly safe with either of them. I need them to both pose an inherent <laughs> instinctual risk to her. Yeah. Well, they are monsters. So <laughs> that? I'm a monster. Bella. Um, She's like, I don't I'm care. She's like, oh my God, really? Oh no. Tell me more. <laughs> oh, uh oh. But the thing I love is that Sam and Emily are so cute. Oh my God. They're precious. They're like deeply in love. Deeply in love. It's and so sweet. Because Bella is still hung up on Edward. She's like, it hurt too much to look at how in love they were. All I could think of was Edward. And it's like, this is actually super heartbreaking. Um, That is sad. It is. But Jake is like over the moon that Bella can be in on it now because she's his best friend and he's her best friend at this point. This has all been like over a series of months. I love their best friendship. It is like. Me too. So cute. Um, it's so sweet. Yeah. So they're basically like, don't worry about it. You'll just hang out on La Push because, you know, you'll be the best protected here from Victoria. We'll just get, uh, we'll get Charlie to come hang out here more too. It'll be fine. We'll just, you know, patrol around. And now that we know that you're here, we can kind of use you as kind of like bait. And Jacob was like, how dare you call her bait? And it's like, calm down, my guy. She just is, she just is bait. That's just true. And so they like, uh, now that they know what she wants, now they feel like they might be able to actually catch her. So... 
that's happening. She's spending a lot of time there down at the beach at La Push. And so um, the one day Jacob is hanging out with her as much as he can, but he's busy a lot. And uh, he wants to take her cliff diving um, because she had seen some of Sam and his crew doing it. Like they, but they dove from like way up on the top of the cliff, like really dangerous cliff diving height. He's like, most of us jump from like halfway down. They're, they're crazy. They're just daredevils. And so she's by herself once and she's like, I'm sad. You know what? I think I'll jump off that giant cliff and see if I can hear Edward's voice. And so this she is does a, it. She does it. She does it. Um, she almost drowns. Jacob manages to pull her. He was going looking for her, thank God. And by sheer fate, pulled her out of the water before she could drown. She did hear Jacob's voice. And then as she's being dragged out of the water, she sees like a flash of like red. Y'all, Victoria was in the water. If not for Jake, dude, I cannot. That is so scary. How close she was to death, like not and not even from jumping off the cliff, like just from like getting shark attacked in the water by a vampire, <laughs> which is horrifying to me. It is horrifying to me that vampires are just like yeah, like we're basically made of stone and don't need to breathe, so we can just like walk around underwater. I'm also kind of like, so why would you ever live on land when you could just live in the water? <laughs> Wait, are they like mermaids? Wait, are vampires and mermaids like the same legend, actually? (laughs) (laughs) To me, these guys... Man-eating, beautiful. (laughs) I guess so. There's that. I guess they are kind of like sirens of land. Yes. You know? Yeah, you're right. Sirens of land. I know. I know I'm right. Just like Jacob. (laughs) Walking around um, on under the water, like, but being, like, dead and not dead is very much Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl to me. Yes, it is. That's very true. And also When they're, like, so walking scary. to the ship. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, So, let's see. Uh, basically, now, things get crazy. She, he takes her home. Um, they have a moment where she's basically, like, about to kiss... Jacob they're like you obviously he's been wanting to kiss her for forever but he's like not going to push her boundaries which I he's so respectful of her boundaries in this book uh and I love that for him we're not gonna okay he's still sweet Jacob he's still sweet Jacob in this book and so she's about to kiss him and she's like I think I could be happy with him I think I would just have to choose and so she is literally on the edge of choosing Jacob like forever choosing him she really is like not just like as a settlement prize like she's like I really could be happy with him. Well, he's amazing. Kind of is the settle. <laughs> well, she she's talks literally about like it. she on and off talks about it. Like, would it be settling? Wouldn't it be? And in this moment, she's like, I don't think so. Like, it wouldn't. Be, she says it would be different. She says it wouldn't be settling. It would just always be different than it would have been with Edward. With the implication, maybe it would have been a little bit better with Edward. But like, she's <laughs> she's basically I said think- that she can't pick him unless she could never pick him unless she didn't think it was settling for him because it wouldn't be fair to him. So this is her moment of trying to figure out if she could choose him and it wouldn't be settling. And she's about to kiss him. And we don't get to see if she was gonna or not. Because instead, Jacob's like, oh, my God, there's a vampire in your house. And uh, Ah! she's like, oh, my God, it's Victoria. She's here to kill me and Charlie. And it's uh, but then she sees the car and it's Alice's car. And she's like, oh, my God, it's Alice. It's my best friend, Alice. calling my favorite girl in the world. Exactly. And Jacob is furious he's like my least favorite girl in the world actually <laughs> yeah i mean he just hates the vampires i have not expressed also like werewolves and vampires are so racist against each other like <laughs> this this should have been zombies too like come yeah, on this really, oh wait 
No, this should have been Zombies 3. Zombies 3. Sorry. Yeah. 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 It's... Yeah, so anyway, so he's like, I can't go in there because of the treaty. If it's one of them, I'll break the treaty. But if it is Victoria, I can't protect you. What if it's a trick? And she's like, it's not. It's not. It's Alice. And I'm like, Bella, what if it's not Alice? Like, me was, I was like, I would not risk this. I would yeah, be like, in the car, hey, Alice. Hey, Alice, is that, like, she's a, she's a vampire. Uh, she's got super hearing. She can hear you. Yeah, I would at I least know. find out so that, like, Jake could, like, drive away with you or something, you know? Yeah. But she's, she's like, no, she I trust She kind of went it. for it. <laughs> she goes for a lot of things. I'm like, oh, my God, you are reckless. She Anyways, is. so she goes into the house. Jacob is pretty upset, drives off, um, understandably upset. And uh, she goes in there, and Alice is like, what are you doing alive? And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, I saw, because Alice sees the future. She's like, I saw you jump off a cliff and try to kill yourself. And she's like... That was recreational. Um, I was cliff diving for fun. And she's like, for fun? Like, what the hell, Bella? And so it's bad. It's bad. Um, and then come to find out, because in the movie, they say it's because Edward reads minds and he reads Alice's mind. But in the yeah. book, it's actually even worse, which I wish they it had is. kind of done in the movie. Alice told Rosalie what she saw. And then Rosalie told, Rosalie Edward, told Edward that <laughs> Bella was dead. So there was no verification. And so Alice is like, oh, my God, Bella, Bella, Edward is going to the Volturi, which is the yeah. these powerful vampires because, that can only because, kill things. Wait, because, because Jacob called. Yes. Because Jacob came back in because he's like, I shouldn't have gone off like that. See, he comes back and apologizes a lot, which I respect. He comes back. He's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. Because Alice leaves for a second. She's like, ugh, I smell a werewolf. They smell disgusting. I'm going to let you guys talk this out because we probably shouldn't be in the same room together. So they come back in. They're in the kitchen. Again, like, they're about to kiss or hug. They're having a very sweet moment. The phone rings. Jacob picks it up and he says, he's not here. He's at the funeral. I should have said um, one of Charlie's friends passed away, which is sad. Yeah. So he is. So somebody was calling for Charlie and Jacob said, he's at the funeral. No other details. Hung up. Uh, he said it was Carlisle Cullen calling. It wasn't. It was Edward. It was Eddie. So oh Eddie my just God. heard. Yeah, Charlie's not here. He's at the funeral. He doesn't know that Charlie's friend died. He assumes Bella's dead. That's all the verification that he did. Yeah, so that oh happens. And then, and then Alice, like, rushes in and she's like, yo, we have to go now. He's going to go turn himself into the Volturi. He's going to ask them to kill him. And if they say no, and they probably will say no, because he's a mind reader and they're hoping they can, like, make him one of the Volturi. So, like, the really valuable vampires with the special gifts, like the Volturi, which is, like, this ancient royal family of vampires. Like, yeah. wants to, and they are, they do kill humans. Um but they're also like, fine, if he if they if they say no to Edward, Edward's going to find some way to, you know, get them, to break their rules to get them to kill him. And so they have to fly off to Italy where the Volturi are, which is awesome. And Jacob's like, please don't leave, Bella. And she's like, yo, I have to. And I totally back her up on this one. I'm like, Jacob, do you want her to let someone kill themselves? Like, come on, Jake. <laughs> I yeah I see where he's coming from though I I'd see also his be like feelings. maybe like don't because the thing is if Bella and Alice could also easily be murdered like it's this true. is kind of dangerous for everyone I, it's so dangerous she's like Bella who we already know smells her blood smells better to vampires than anything else is like <laughs> off to go to Vampire City <laughs> yeah. I completely for understand her where who Jacob's dumped coming her from and left her in the woods I know. I would say that Jacob should have been like, I can come with you. But then he would have definitely been killed as a werewolf as like their mortal enemies, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate. But 
I mean, he was really in a between a rock and a hard place in this he one. He was. I did feel like he he was being a dick a little bit, but I kind of saw, understood. It, it was uh, he had very limited options. He was gonna kind. <laughs> he was either gonna be dead if he tried to go with them, or a dick. I feel like there was no. <laughs> yeah. But that was like okay. Options. You've got to be kidding me! Like, of course I'm going. Of course I'm gonna go. She's <laughs> like, even if Edward doesn't love me, he can't die from guilt of thinking Dang. that because this whole time she's still that assuming is drama. It is. I. She's still like, he doesn't love, love me. me. I'm like, girl. He just feels guilty because he thinks he caused my death. I have to tell him he doesn't have to feel guilty. And you gotta so, be kidding me. So stupid. And so, so stupid. they get to Italy. And Alice is like, hopefully he gives in his more theatrical side. So he'll think of, I'm like, even Alice has said that this boy is theatrical AF. And his back's up my thing. He was a theater kid. He was a theater kid. <laughs> Jacob was a jock and he was a shop kid. This is also, well, Javi also real, was in band, but aside really from that, that's true. Javi. I know, our theater boy. Edward, literally, Edward, sorry, I'm like laughing now because <laughs> the whole book obviously is like kind of a Romeo and Juliet allegory mm-hmm. thing and they yeah. keep bringing it up. Oh, they keep because, quoting it, yeah. And like at the beginning of the movie, Craig me up whenever they were watching the movie together and Edward's like man he is so lucky and Bella was like what are you talking about and he's like he just gets to kill himself whenever he wants <laughs> he was like it is so easy for Romeo to kill himself oh and my was god like, what the f- Ed oh my god it's so funny he's so dramatic oh my god it's like, he could not be more and so so Alice is, they're, they're lucky. Alice's um, prediction was correct. Edward has chosen to be as theatrical as possible. About, he's decided this he's going to expose himself at noon, <laughs> at midday, during the Vampire Festival, when all the human tourists are in town square, underneath the giant clock oh, tower. God. He's going to take off his, bu- his shirt and show off his beautiful <laughs> chest and glimmer in the sunlight, and then the Volturi will kill him. He had to take his shirt off, everyone. It was, it. To- it was necessary. It was necessary. Because it wouldn't have be enough for his face to glue. They could just think no, no, it was makeup. He has to take his shirt I honestly off. don't know why he just didn't strip naked at this I point. I was just thinking, maybe he should have just gotten naked. I think he should have just gotten naked. Because he could have just been, like, chest paint. He could have just been body paint, too. I mean, I'm also, like, I'm- really a glittery man. <laughs> We're like, oh, vampires do exist. I know. See, that's not what I would think at all. Have you ever been to a drag club? Wow, vampires. It is possible to put glitter on somebody, you know? (laughs) No, God, it's so funny. Very funny. They do get there. They get to Italy. Alice steals a uh, really fast car. And she's like, was that necessary to steal this fast, beautiful car? And Alice (laughs) is like, yes, Bella, speed is a must. But then she's also like, this is the best car ever. I'm loving this. The colors are so funny. They're just like so... Maybe that's what it is. Money. Maybe that's why Javi likes them so much. They all like have a thing for like fast sports cars, and Javi loves sports cars. So I'm like, the maybe that's what bougie. it is. They're yeah. and Javi's bougie. That's what it is. That's got to be like, it. The colons are bougie. To be one. That's he wants to is. be bougie so bad. He would love to be a vampire. Would love it to. Cracked, cracked me up. The line of when they're like about to get there, and Alice is like, Bella, you wouldn't have a problem with Grand Theft Auto, would you? <laughs> Oh, and Bella's like, um, yeah, I would. And she's like, too late. <laughs> oh, well, I already stole, Pretty well, I already stole this car. Uh, and so she kind of like flirts with and bribes one of the police officers to get into the city. Um, and so they get in. Everyone's wearing like their red cloaks and like, you know, 
plastic things. These are all humans who are there for the the vampire festivals to celebrate that vampires were supposedly driven out of this Italian city <laughs> by the Volturi, um, which because the Volturi are vampires, but the humans don't know. And so she gets there. There's Edward about to step out. She's like Bella is racing by herself across you know the town because if, if mm. Alice can't go too because if Edward sees her, he's just gonna think that Alice is trying to stop him. The and so I know. So he she runs up. She grabs him just as he steps into the sunlight and kind of tries to like push him back into the shadows. At first he thinks he's already dead and that he's like in heaven and Bella's <laughs> there or something. Because See, and he quotes Shakespeare. Like how dramatic can you be? He's such this a is what I can't kid. with Edward. I'm like Edward, 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 Edward. <laughs> you can be so attractive for like a second and then you're like being this level of then you're quoting Shakespeare as you try to commit suicide over a girl? <laughs> Like, Edward, my sweet, you need some therapy. Like, he really? He so does. Like, like, no one has ever needed therapy more than Edward Cullen. Oh, my God. No. And honestly, oh Bella, too. God. And they're both like, as long as we have each other. And I'm like, that's why you need therapy. No, oh my God. Yeah, I'm into it. Like, you're like, I see absolutely no problem. <laughs> God. Anyways, so uh, she does. He does like open his eyes, realize she's feeling. He's like, "Oh my God, Bella, I love you so much. I missed you." And she's like, "I thought you hated me." And well, she doesn't even think this yet. No, she's just like glad that he's alive, and she's like, "I'll take whatever time I can have with him." Oh my. Um, But then the Volturi show up, or some of the Volturi's henchmen, really, and they're like, "Hey, so we have a problem with what you just tried to do. I think we need to chat about this somewhere private." And Alice shows up, and she's like, "Oh, is that necessary, guys?" And they're like. Uh, yeah, yes. and she's like, I don't think so. Uh, but then Jane, that's her name, right? Shows up, Jane. the creepy ass henchman of the Volturi, who just spoiler, so scary. her power is she can just inflict pain with her mind, which is mm-hmm. horrible. Ugh. and so it's pretty sick. <laughs> it's very sick. So they go through these like underground tunnels to like the tower where the Volturi are with all, and this is very different from in the movie because there's like a bunch of like gorgeous vampires just all like milling about with each other. Just like hanging out, and the the three like main Volturi's are there. What's his name? The Arrow. Arrow. Arrow's like the primary Arrow, guy. Arrow, Marcus, and I forget the else. other one. Yeah, the but Arrow's one. Arrow's like the spokesperson. He's the main. I, one. I, I think he did amazing Arrow. In the movie. He's, <laughs> He's really so interesting. And in the he, movie, I was like, wow. What's the okay. guy's name? Michael. Uh, I don't remember. The actor. Mm-hmm. He's like famous. I know him, but. Yeah. He, he, like, understood the assignment. He really understood Arrow, 100%. And so he's like, oh, so this is the famous Bella. Wow. And he's like, I've heard that uh, Edward's gifts don't work on you. May I see if it works? If that's the same for me. And she's like, I don't really have a choice. And so he's like, wow, fascinating. I can't, because he can read, like, he can't read what you're thinking in the moment, but he can, like, read everything that you've seen in the past, basically. Or, or everything you've seen you. or thought. Yeah, he just has to touch you. Yeah. And so he's like, interesting. I can't see that interesting and then uh, he's like jane perhaps you should give it a shot and edward's like no and they're like shut up edward and then edward she uses her power on edward and then Ed- bella's like stop you're hurting him and then jane tries to use it on like, bella and it doesn't work oh my god this was the peak of drama for me as an 11 year old reading this i thought i would never recover this i was like scene is so is much insane. more dramatic in the movie too like in the book it's i was so like crazy in the movie <laughs> I was like a little bit relieved in the book because like it was still very dramatic but in the movie i was like i'm gonna have a physical heart attack this is so it's so stressful in the movie it is crazy uh, the way that Kristen goes like no, no. and she's like tearing at her clothes and her hair <laughs> and 
like, I saw somebody once like make fun of that and was like, it's overdramatic. And I was like, no, have you never once in your life been falling to pieces so hard that you're just like, I'm going to like lose it. And you just have, I mean, that's what that is. I thought it was, was amazing. What was she supposed to do? Because there's no literally nothing happening. she can do. And she can't yeah, do nothing anything. nothing she can do. I felt like that was the most genuine acting I'd ever I, seen in that scene. I thought so too. I thought she nailed it. Amazing. And the drama was like insane. It was insane. So. Anyways. So um, I <laughs> approve of that scene. scene in both book and movie. <laughs> I preferred the book because I was like, I'm really stressed, but I'm not about to literally die of a heart attack. Yeah. yeah you're like, okay, I can deal with this. I can deal with this. <laughs> I can deal with this. I can deal with this. Um. So basically they're like, okay, here's the deal. We will let you go home and not kill all of you. Um, only because, only if you promise to turn Bella into a vampire, because humans cannot know about us. You can turn them. Um, but, and that's only because we think that Bella would be very interesting as a vampire. We're curious to see if she would have an interesting power. Because she mm-hmm. already can't, like, uh, she's already, like, resistant to our powers now. So they're mm-hmm. like, so just make sure you go home and turn her into a vampire ASAP. Chop, chop. Uh, and then, if not, we're going to kill you and all of your family. So we'll check in soon. And off they Great. go. <laughs> Great. Like, okay, bye. They're like, just make sure you don't leave until sundown, which is awful. Because as they're leaving to go wait in the lobby until night to leave, this whole, like, tour group of humans is being led into the room. And it's awful. And they're like, what's going on? And then... Edward and Alice are like, oh, my God, we're not going to be fast enough. And Belle's like, wait, what's going on? And then you hear them screaming. They are they have gotten they they channel these like groups of tourists in here. Uh, they like pick them off, like seduce like the ones here and there to come to this like random quote unquote tour. And then they kill them all and eat them. They drink all of their real, blood. Real gnarly. It's disgusting. I, it's like, yeah, it's so upsetting. <laughs> and Bella is from here on out from the rest of the book. She's just extremely traumatized by this. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm traumatized by be? it. And I just read the book and saw the movie. Seriously, it traumatized me too. It's awful. <laughs> so she's just like sobbing, sobbing. She's in the, they can't even leave yet. So it's even worse. They're still oh, in the building. And they just sit Bella. there until night. But she's like literally like on Edward's lap. And she's like, I know this isn't going to last because I know he still wants to leave me. But I'm so glad he's alive. And I can, I can convince him he doesn't need to be guilty. And I'm just going to look at him as long as I can and just enjoy oh being close to him while I can. And I'm like, y'all are so freaking stupid. And so... <laughs> They do. They I do. cannot believe she still doesn't get that he's like in love with her and he lied. Like, it's, so it's so obvious. It's so obvious. They go back home. Um, so they, they fly back. The whole Colin family is there to greet them. And finally, Rosalie, who has been a major bitch to Bella up until this point, is like, they they get there. Emmett and Rosalie are there and uh, everyone's Emmett, there. But they're like, king. Emmett's very sweet. And so they're like, hey, would you guys ride with us? We want to talk. And Edward's, Edward and Bella are like, no. And they're like, you really should. And so their family's Aww. like, come on. They just want to apologize. And I'm like, this is a pretty big thing to apologize for. It's a big deal. But so um, Emmett and Rosalie, they drive back to Forks with Emmett and Rosalie in their car. And Rosalie's like, I'm so sorry for the way I've treated you, Bella. Edward, I'm so sorry. Bella, you are, you know, forever. I will be in your in your debt for you saving my brother. Thank you so much. And I'm like, I'm so glad we had this. Me I don't too. feel like we got this quite as much in the movie, although they do bond more. But uh, I just loved this scene in the book. I was like, this is nice. Honestly, there is so much more good content with the Cullens in the books than they yeah, put than in, the there is in the movies. It's true. Like, I got you get so attached to them. And you in really the bo- do. movies, it's kind of like, oh, they're here. Like, yeah. it's, it's not the same. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so they get back to Forks. The Cullens are going to stay now. Um, but... 
she still thinks that Edward's going to leave her. And Edward's like, you don't get it. Like, Edward is like, he, uh, she gets back. She's in so much trouble. Yeah. Like, so much trouble. Charlie's like, I am going to murder you. Because she just left a note and was like, uh, off to Italy, Charlie. I'll be back. Uh, I, I have to save Edward. And that's all I can tell you. And I promise I'll be back. I'm sorry. You can ground me for as long as you want. And he's like, I will. What the hell? I will definitely be doing that. Yeah. And so... Um, Edward carries her in because she's exhausted. Like, she was also, like, do this stupid thing. But I totally I totally get this. She was like, I want to be able to look at and experience being near Edward for as long as possible. So I'm not going to sleep. So she's, like, probably not slept in, like, 48 hours. And she <laughs> yeah. passes out. And he carries her up to her room. And Charlie's like, get out, Edward. You did this to my daughter. Like, the whole reason she went catatonic. And I was like, yeah, Charlie, Bro, get him. I honestly don't blame Charlie at all. At all. At all. I cannot believe, like... One of the things I thought was so cute was that I kind of forgot, but like at the beginning of this book, Charlie and Edward are kind of like they kind of been bonding cool with each bit. other, yeah. and like they eat pizza together, they watch TV together. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cute. I would have expected Charlie to be more mad after all the stuff from the first book. Yep, but, but no, no, it took him until this. Now until he's this, like, he's like, okay, now I've really had it. With no, you. I've really had it with you, Edward. And he's like, just let me put Bella in bed. I, I'll leave. Of course, though, then he when Bella's asleep he or whatever, comes he comes back through the window, which is kind of fun. And um, he's like, Bella, I'm so sorry that I put you through this and thank you and basically a profession of love and she's like you don't have to feel bad you know for uh you don't feel guilty for leaving me I'll be fine blah 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 I don't want you to feel I just want you to go live your life and be happy and he's like dude are you not getting it that everything I said was a lie everything I told you about why I left was a lie I'm deeply in love with you I just thought it would be better for you you'd be protected if I left that's why I left and she's like well it's been pretty bad here Victoria's been trying to eat me <laughs> I'm best friends with Jacob Black now. <laughs> he's like, yeah, um, I didn't really. He's like, a werewolf. For and he's like, you've been hanging out with werewolves? And she's like, yeah, and I jumped off a cliff. And he's like, you did what? And he's like, I'm never leaving you again. And she's like, really? You really love me? And he's like, yes, you absolute idiot. And I'm like, y'all are both idiots. <laughs> y'all are, they're such simps for each other that they're both literally like, I can't believe they would ever want to be with me. Meanwhile, they're both like deeply in love, and I'm like, can y'all like? I'm like, you guys are not like. Listen, it's not like everyone out there like, wow, the dating world's so hard. I can't even find someone who's not a total creepazoid, which is what most people are suffering with. Or the I like them and they don't like me back, which is what everyone else is suffering from. You guys both love each other. There's no reason you can't be together, and you're creating all of your own drama. People have real Uh, problems, you guys. (laughs) Well, it is dangerous for them, but I will, yeah, there's definitely a level where it's like, okay, we've gotten past that. Now, yeah, I think we've accepted that. Anyway, you guys are good now, right? Yeah. (laughs) But they are not. They're never good. (laughs) They're never good. And so Bella's like, so since you love me, do you think that you changed me into a vampire? And he's like, no, I still stand by that. And she's like, yo, the Volturi are going to come check. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, like a year to to us, like for humans means like nothing to them they're thousands and thousands of years old um so you know we it could, you could be like 35 before they come back and she's like, like 35, 35. <laughs> no i'm not gonna be a 35 year old looking woman dating as what looks like a 17 year old absolutely not she's like we're putting I this to a vote i can't blame her for that i you know, know I, never would i blame her for that that never, would be weird i know i told i'm totally on her side with this one i get it and so they she uh they sneak out and they go to the colin's house and she's like we're putting this to a vote who wants to turn me into a vampire? <laughs> and uh, the vote wins for her to turn into a vampire. 
Rosalie, I think, and Edward are the only ones who vote no. And Rosalie Mm -hmm. says, because I wish someone had been there to vote no for me, Um, which is really sad. Um, And Rosalie's backstory. I know, I do too. And her backstory is so good and so interesting. It's crazy. Um, She just gets better and better throughout the books, um, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Uh, But, anyways, so. She's like, hooray, I won the vote. So, Edward, you're going to turn me into a vampire. And uh, he's <laughs> he like, like I refuse. Tantrum. <laughs> he does. And she's like, uh, okay, well, the Alice said that she wouldn't. Alice is like, um, I need time to prepare. I still might kill you because, like, you smell really good. And she's like, okay, well, what about you then, Carlisle? Because she's like, I'm ready right now. Turn me into a vampire. And Carlisle's like, I could do it. And Edward's like, no. He's like, why does my family hate me? <laughs> he's like, my like, family's Edward, the up. worst. <laughs> yeah, he's so seriously. mad at his family. And he's like, we'll be talking about this later, family. And he takes Bella home. <laughs> later, family. <laughs> They're like, Edward, you need to calm the F down. He's God. like, it's, I literally cannot calm the F down. <laughs> like, literally, like, not I refuse. <laughs> oh, God. It's like that meme of, like, that person handing a plate to the other one and the next screen is like throwing the plate <laughs> across throwing the room. it yeah yeah it's like calming the f down edward <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, um and yeah. so but then i think this is when the part where carlisle said something like or they were like how about like until you graduate then mm-hmm. you can do it and yeah. she's like okay maybe she's like fine okay i can i can put it off that long and so they go home and edward's like still trying to negotiate with her he's like give me three years and she's like no and she's he's like two years she's like no one year and she's like maybe one year that's the best he's like oh this sucks but there's like a weird like so he's like okay how about this no conditions on the timing but you have to marry me first. Ah! And she's like, what the hell? And I will give Bella this. She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> she's like, I'm not doing that. But also because her parents got divorced, she said that for them, marriage was the kiss of death, which she makes a bit of a pun about, which is kind of funny. And Edward's um, like, very funny, haha. Yeah, haha, very funny. But uh, I mean it, will you marry me? And she's like, bro. And he's like, this is my condition. Because she said, he said, if you could have one thing in the world that you want, what would it be? And she's like, yeah. I want you to be the one you who turns me into it, a vampire. Yeah. And so that's why they're like, that. he's like, would you, would you give me three years then if you want me to do it? And she's like, no, two years? No, one year? She's like, yeah, I'll give you a year then, an extra year if you'll do it. And he's like, you know what? Never mind. I just want you to marry me. And then I'll turn you. And so <laughs> she does agree, but it is, it's something like the process for getting there. So now when she graduates and uh, they get married, apparently that's vampire time. Um, yeah. She's yep. still kind of like, I don't know about this. Yeah. She's still like not really fully on board. And he's even... like, literally, are you worried about the commitment issues? Because literally, weird, <laughs> literally, he's like, you want me to eternally do what I feel like would be damning you for the rest of your life. And uh, you're concerned about the commitment? It's so funny. She says something like, she's like, literally, I'm 18. And he's like, well, I'm 110. I think it's time I settle down. It's so funny. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. And so, basically, now the whole town has to get used to the colons being back. And Charlie's like, Edward's not allowed in my house. And Bella's like, that's okay. But then I'm moving out. And I'm 18, so I can do that now. And he's like, what? And she's like, yep, sorry, Charlie. I know this is asking a lot. But Edward and I are a package deal. So if you want me to stay here, then Edward has to be allowed to see me. And he's like, okay, but you're grounded. So it's only during certain hours. Of course, Edward can sneak back in at night. But, but yeah. Like, okay, I'm grounded. Yeah, she's like, great. I didn't go anywhere anyways except hang out with the gods. <laughs> so back to normal. Um, and so so that's that's happening there. Charlie's still pretty mad at Edward. Edward's but- like, I understand. And then, um, yeah, but she hasn't been seeing Jacob. No, but she's he not been seeing been... Jacob. Jacob won't pick yeah, up the sad. phone, won't call her. Um, 
Yeah, so that's and because she's grounded, she's not allowed to like drive down to La Push to see him, which is unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's she's just not in contact with him at all, and it's like breaking her heart because they're best friends, and she was also like kind yeah. of in love with him, like in a different way than she was in love with Edward, but still very much loves him. And so, anyways, so they're driving. I think Edward's driving her back home or something. Mm-hmm. They're near the house that were that trail where he first left her. So this is a nice shadowing of actually the beginning of the book. Mm, um, true. And, yeah, and Edward stops the car, and he's like, you know, someone wants to talk to you. And they go up in the trail, and Ed- Ed- there. Jacob is there, and he's like, hey, guys. Oh, they see him. He, he left the motorcycle. <laughs> he left the motorcycle outside Bella's house. And she's like, why would he do that? I'm going to be – I'm already in so much trouble. I'm never going to be ungrounded. Why would he do this? This is a betrayal. Yeah. That made me so, so mad. <laughs> she's so mad. She gets out of the car, and she's, like, screaming. She's like, Jacob Black, where are you? <laughs> she's so mad. And he's there, and he's like, hey, Bella. Edward and like <laughs> being all like now we're, now we're like moody petty passive aggressive Jacob <laughs> which is what we're gonna get for the most of the God. next movie. and so Edward is kind of being a, a prick he is kind of being like he's got to know it's annoying like before Jacob can even say anything Edward's like this is what he's saying this is what he's thinking this is and he's like saying what Jacob's thinking before Jake even has a chance to speak and I'm like I'd be so mad like Edward I- someone must have told you that that's annoying yeah but also he does make a point to be like hey dude like thanks for you know making sure the pack protected bella while i was gone aside from annoyingly reading jake's mind before jake can speak he edward does perfectly good in this scene he's like thank you so much for taking care of her um i will only i'll if she wants me to ever leave her i will but i'm not leaving until she tells me to leave and like it's very sweet and jake's (laughs) like well everything was your fault and she almost died because of you so Jake, and I'm like, like that's interesting. Um, I, yeah, I still think, um, yeah, maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's he's like, I'm not gonna give an inch on this at all, and it's so good. And she's like, dude, I'm already grounded. That's why I couldn't go. See, I would have driven out to see you when I got back, but I, and now you put the motorcycle out. So what's like, wrong with you? And he's oh. like, oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were just not coming to see me. I didn't know you were grounded. I wouldn't. Have, I'm sorry. That was he, my bad. He thought that Edward was the one who wasn't letting her go. And Edward's Edward, like, I yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah, he's like, Bella can see whoever she wants to see, even if it's a and yucky Jacob's mongrel. Like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's my bad. He's like, I'm sorry. sorry about that. He's like, actually, my bad, Bella. I'm so sorry. And she's like, bro. Like, and she's like, can't mom. we still be friends, Jake? When he's like, I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> pissed off. I know. And so. And he was like, I don't know, Bella. Yeah. Maybe we can't be friends. Yeah. Like, um, interesting that you promised you would always be friends with her, yeah, Jacob. Yeah, interesting. Interesting that you're going to break that promise again. So, um, hmm. anyways, so that's, like, pretty much that. It's the impression of a very unsteady alliance because they're both like, I would still do anything for you, Bella. And they're like, but I do hate your boyfriend and best friend. Like, that's really <laughs> rough. <laughs> uh, that's rough. Yep. And Victoria's still on the loose, but now the vampires know about it and the werewolves know about it. Gee, I wonder if we're going to have to team up in the next book. <laughs> Zombies to anyone? Literally. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking that. Anyways, and that's a good team up. I do too. Man, that was good. It was good. That was a good book. The fun thing about this was that I have reread like all of them except for this one because it was my least favorite. So reading what? it again, I'm like, dang, it was pretty good. I read it and I was like, I cannot put this down. Like, that's why I read it by Tuesday. I read it Monday night and Tuesday night and I could not put it down because I was like, oh my God, I forgot how mm-hmm. amazing this is. Like, Me I like the first one, but the second one, oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> and I love Jacob for her. I think that 
I love the way that Stephanie opened up the world in this one because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you can get the hints of like the werewolf thing from the first one. Yeah. But she, you know, obviously, I just love the way that, like, they're, that she will also get like wrapped up into their whole thing. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, I like, I really love the werewolves. <laughs> and then also like, it, the inclusion of, like, the Volturi is oh really gosh. good, I think. Yeah, it expands it so much. Like, you can tell, like, now we're getting into the overall conflict that's going to carry out, that has, like, mm-hmm. the potential to carry on through the rest of the series. Yeah. And, like, the stakes just, like, shoot through the roof. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Um, so good. What about uh, favorite and least favorite parts? Oh, boy. I hate when Edward tells her he doesn't care about her and that she <laughs> believes it. There you go. Yeah. Favorite part? Everything that Jacob is in when he makes her feel happy. <laughs> You know what? I might agree with you because I least favorite part, Edward's breakup. I'm pissed off about it still. Oh, it's so bad. Favorite part, I think, honestly, it made me so happy when she and Jacob started working on the bikes. Like, yeah. that was my favorite. So, yeah, I guess oh, me too. their sweet friendship. The beginning of their, of their sweet friendship was so good, too. Um, so sweet. What about favorite, least favorite characters? Jacob. Jacob favorite. <laughs> least favorite, Edward. Oh, my God. Least favorite? In this book? the full <laughs> In this book, Edward's my least favorite. He caused all of this drama. Oh, my God. He could have even broken up with her and said, I just think it's too dangerous for you. I'm going to leave. And he could have just left. He didn't have to tell her where he was going. He's a vampire. <laughs> she never would have found him. What the hell? Yeah. I know. He but... was like, I wanted you to move on. And I'm like, she didn't. <laughs> No, listen, so, I agree. Edward, Eddie did not do a good job. Like, he caused this was not all his of the problems. Aside from Victoria, <laughs> he's the one who went to the Volturi. He's the one. If you think about this, the rest of the conflict for the rest of the series happens because he went to the Volturi. Because of his dramatic ass. <laughs> Edward yeah, is the antagonist in this book. No. Victoria is the antagonist in the next book. He's the antagonist in this book. I get he. I guess maybe a little bit. There, <laughs> he incites the incident you. for the rest of the Listen, series. What do you want from me? I already admitted. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just validating. He didn't why he's do my it maliciously, though. He's just so dumb. Like so it wasn't on what? purpose. He was trying to do right. He was trying to do right. You know what? The road to hell, girl, it's paved (laughs) with good intentions. (laughs) He'd be like, I know. That's where I'm going. (laughs) Because I have no soul. He's like, yeah, I know. He'd be like, yeah, somebody gets it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Eddie. All Edward wants is for people to agree with him that he sucks. That's all he wants in the whole world. That is true. That's all he wants. And no one will do it because he clearly doesn't. But they're like... But he's like, but I'm just like the worst anyone's ever been in the all, whole world. And all Jacob wants is for <laughs> Bella to be happy and laughing. Like, that's it. Shut up. Oh but it's true. Like, no. look at them. What? Well, I was being dramatic. Edward clearly wants what's best for Bella, too. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys who aren't watching this episode didn't, on Patreon didn't get to see my face, but I might not be fully convinced. I just think, oh. you know, he, here's, he, what he thinks for, as, like, what he pictures as best for Bella is different than I think what Jacob pictures. I mean, I know it because Jacob pictures like happy and laughing. I don't know what Edward pictures for Bella. You think Bella. Edward wants Bella to be depressed? No, but I don't about? think, I don't think he pictures like a life full of sunshine and laughter and ha 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 ha. I don't know what he thinks. He never goes into it. All he says is not vampire. 
What what is his dream plan for Bella? That's what I want to know. All I know is not like me. Not a monster like I am. (laughs) He literally left hoping that she would find that with somebody who wouldn't be a constant danger to her. Like Jacob. And he was willing to... He was... Exactly. Edward loves her so much. He would... He would concede in an instant. If but she if was that's like, what I'm in he love with wanted Jacob. most you know, for her. You know who wouldn't? Why you know who didn't wouldn't? he let Jacob. her stay with Jacob? Jacob would never concede. Jacob wouldn't concede. I'm, but what he wants for her think. is best. He wants her to be oh smiling and laughing God. and do whatever she wants. You are that's what, like Edward. <laughs> that's also what Edward wanted. You? Edward should have just not come back. She should have just... He should have just he should have just broken up with her a different way. Should have not gone to the Volturi and reinvolved her. The way he broke up with her was not good. But he was trying. He was not Oh my god. <laughs> this is what you all came here for today. This is, <laughs> this is the conflict. <laughs> oh my god. No, is no, it 2008? it's 2008. What is <laughs> Oh my god. No, it's fine. Edward I will say, Edward is best for Bella and who Bella is and what she wants. I will admit that. that. See, that's it's interesting because that's not what you've been saying. I know. It's hard because I, I because of my main character syndrome, mm-hmm. I will I will admit that. It's because I picture, I put too much of myself into the main characters when I read them, and I would be so much happier with someone like Jacob. And Jacob, well, to me, seems like the better choice for me. But Bella is, is not me. I don't even, like, fault you for thinking that she'd be better with Jacob because, like... Maybe so, but she clearly wants Edward the most. Yes. You know, and so that's, that's what true. I'm... Maybe that's she true. would be happier with Jacob, but... Yeah, I won't debate that one at all. That's that's absolutely true. She wants Edward more than she wants Jacob <laughs> at all times. It doesn't really she matter does. She's who's better for him. Who. Yeah. You know? That's very human of her. Anyways. <laughs> it is. Anyways, let's see. Um, what, a, what about um, lessons learned? Mm, if you're gonna break up be honest about it don't just say mean shit edward it's true that is not the way to do it do not everyone should take edward's breakup as a what not to do as a what not to do i mean especially for me the hang-up is especially taking all her shit that reminded her of him and then by the way guys he didn't even take it he hid it under her floorboards it It was there all along and i'm like you went to that much trouble edward (laughs) Oh my god! Piss me right off, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm-mm. He's basically gaslighting her into thinking that she was that he was never there. Yeah, that's which what he's is trying to do. like impossible. Yeah, you should have known that. It's so stupid. Idiot. Um, I think we already mentioned it briefly, but if a girl or guy that you ask to go on some form of what could be a date uh, tries to turn it into a group thing, they're not into you like that. Take the hint. Take, Take the, the hint. hint. It'll be better off. You'll be better off. Just take the hint. Mm-hmm. Another one, um, and this is something Willie Shakes even t- tried to teach us, and now Stephanie's just hammering it home. Always double check, you know, <laughs> before you make a life-altering decision. I'm just going to say it. A life-ending decision for sure. Yeah. Always double check. Triple check, maybe. Oh, maybe triple Quadruple check. Quadruple check. Maybe make sure more than you could possibly ever be sure, you know? Yes. Because uh, that did not, it hasn't worked out both yeah, that's times. That's true. That's um, very, very true. This is not good. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Um, uh, maybe if you are depressed for over a month and or the depression is as extreme as Bella's, 
reach out for help, you guys. That's like a funny story, but also like a real one. Like, just do. It is. Okay, yeah, very true. I mean, hey, I'm happy to tell obstacles. you guys, better help. A lot of you guys, a lot of us can um, qualify for major discounts. It is You can go week by week, which is a lot less money, or you could do monthly, or you could do six months. And of course, the price per you know week goes down. But it's unlimited. You can message them. You get like a video or a phone call a week. You guys, it is so affordable, especially compared to normal therapy and stuff. So highly and this recommend. this is not sponsored. This is not sponsored. <laughs> this is BetterHelp has helped me. And what I like to do is um, I like to wait till I'm in full meltdown and have been melting down for well over a month, which is what I did the first time that I started doing better. I was a wreck. I was like going like three days where I would just stop crying very briefly. And it was just basically Aww. three. I was so depressed and stressed. And there was a lot of real stressors. Uh, it's amazing. I started going to counseling. Super, super helped. Two years later, do I still get depressed occasionally? Yeah. I've got coping mechanisms now, though, so I've never slid into that deep pit again. So this time with my anxiety, I literally, the reason I signed up for it two days ago is because I was like, oh my God, it hit me out of the blue. I could talk to a counselor before I hit full meltdown. Oh my God, <laughs> I could do that? There you go. Just, <laughs> so anyways, guys, do it. Zero shame. If you guys have been thinking about it, I highly encourage it. And just because you do it for like a few weeks or a few months doesn't mean you have to do it forever. I did it two years ago for a few months got the coping skills I needed, took a break. And because it's expensive to if you're going to, it adds up if you're going to keep doing it. Not that it's bad to, but like you don't have to just commit to doing it forever. So it's a real lesson and also a funny one. It Bella really, really, really needed therapy. Also, so does Eddie. Like badly. Yes, they do. He could have used better help. <laughs> Edward, Colin, yeah. He for sure needs some better help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? There's no shame in that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> He's got a lot to work through. Yeah. Um, if a if your friend is telling you like a bunch of stories, you know what the story that you're trying to get to, like try to remember the other stuff. It could be useful also. Like I just <laughs> it could be the loophole. If they're trying to tell you something later and you weren't paying attention. Oh my god. Just pay attention when your friends talk to you. You Bella. never know. <laughs> yeah, also it was a little bit messed up of her to flirt with him for information. Yeah, I think we said it when we did Twilight, don't flirt for information. Come on. It gives totally the wrong message. <laughs> a sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> You're starting something you can't finish. Don't do it. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about yeah. quotes? We have quotes? Um, yes. I mean, I do. <laughs> do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Oh, my God. Javi just said, F it. Let's get another Anatolian. <laughs> Winnie, uh, our, our outside boy, is an Anatolian slash Great Pyrenees. Uh, he, but he just says we can't get a Dane? No. They're the same size. And those, those dogs like to be outdoors. I'm going to slap him. Absolutely not. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> so. And just, just to go ahead and prove my point. Uh, this, is, this is chapter seven, page 159. Um, this is what Bella is thinking to herself as she's going to going to see Jake. She says, I felt much, much healthier around Jacob. That's it. From <laughs> Bella's own yeah. mouth. Yeah, healthier than when she was depressed and had no friends. Yep. Or or was it healthier than when she But you yeah, know what because she... Edward left her. Edward does this again. This is not the first time that Edward is gonna do this shit. But he never leaves her again. He's always, like, trying to, like, distance himself from her so that she'll be safe. Always. Well, of course he did in the first one. He was trying to work through a lot. 
<laughs> he was trying to work through a lot. <laughs> I think. Anyways. Well, you know what? You know what Bella said at the beginning of this book that the summer that she spent with Edward was the happiest summer of her entire life. So okay, I'll give her that. I'll give her that. Hmm. I just thought it was funny. I feel <laughs> much healthier with you. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody just threw a note underneath my door. <laughs> Hang on, let me see what it Oh says. man! Ah, uh, it's a note that says, <clears throat> "Team Jacob." Yes, I know they're more wolf, not anthro, and it is a drawing. I'm assuming by my brother of a totally ripped werewolf guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the input, Caleb. But Thank I you for the input. <laughs> oh my god, that was the funniest thing that could have been getting ganked up on by people who aren't even in the room. Oh my god, I knew it was gonna oh, happen. That's funny. It had to. It's okay. Well, imagine what it's like to be me. Okay, <laughs> Caleb just put another note under door, the door that says "No problem." Anyways, what's your next quote? Didn't you have two? Oh, yes, I have two. I'll give you... Uh, here's here's just a really pretty one. Before you, Bella, my life was like a moonless night. Very dark, but there were stars. Oh. Points of light and reason. And then you shot across my sky like a meteor. Suddenly, everything was on fire. There was brilliancy. There was beauty. When you were gone, when the meteor had fallen over the horizon, everything went black. Nothing had changed, but my eyes were blinded by the light. I couldn't see the stars anymore. And there was no more reason for anything. How is that a quote you picked? I am so poetic. Astounded. Astounded. It's beautiful. I thought you would have hated that. No, I love the quote. I just hate Edward for saying it. <laughs> Can't fault him dramatic. for thinking it. It's very dramatic. But like I can uh, I can kind of understand the concept and it's very well said. I love a good analogy. He, he's a very eloquent. I'll he's very and I love Eddie. that for him. He is which is why I'm like, how does Javi relate to him? Javi's one of the least eloquent people I know. <laughs> he can't even read. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yep, there we go. Anyways, those are my quotes. Those are good. I'll do my funny one first too. Okay, so I just thought it was funny. But it was it's like after Edward brings Bella back home at the end and um Charlie already got mad at him. And then they're like up in her room. And she like she like just woke up or something, and she's like, "Oh hey, where's Charlie?" And he's like sleeping. You should probably know that I'm breaking the rules right now. Well, not technically, since he said I was ever to walk through his door again, and I came in the window, but still, the intent was clear. <laughs> I thought it was, it was funny. I forget that Edward can crack jokes when he's not being all like morose and melancholy. Edward's pretty clever, honestly. <laughs> he is clever when he's not being dramatic. Yeah. Um, and then my other one, there's actually two that were very similar, which I thought was interesting. This is one after she figures out that Jacob is a, a werewolf, I think, but she's like not sure what the deal is. She still thinks maybe he's eating people because of all the drama and um, stress eating. It, yeah, stress eating. <laughs> The quote is, um, love didn't work that way, I decided. Once you cared about a person, it was impossible to be logical about them anymore, <laughs> which I thought yeah, was interesting. And then the next one, it's pretty much the same thing, but it's when she's thinking about um, Emily and Sam, but then she's thinking about like mm-hmm. Edward and how Edward also has killed people and done stuff, yeah. but she's still in love with him. And it's, um, love is irrational, I reminded myself. The more you love someone, the less anything, the less sense anything made. <laughs> That's true. I thought that was interesting that Stephanie like really was punctuating that. She's like, I she know. She was like, love but... is for stupids. You <laughs> yes. get stupid when you're in love. <laughs> Literally. It's she's... true. You do she get trying to set us up for Edward. At yeah, the end. He's like, <laughs> she was, was like, like I'm going to have to. 
<laughs> got to really prepare you guys. I don't know how I'm going to bring him back and make people still like him. So, uh, just you know, people do stupid things when they're in love, people okay? People are stupid sometimes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. All right, even vampires make mistakes when they're in love, okay? <laughs> oh, God. We didn't do first impressions Oh, first time. impressions. My first impression of this whole series was the same thing. Of I'm too cool to read that. Gross. It's such a girl book. All these, like, <laughs> screaming girls taking sides over boys. I hate boys. That was my first impression. <laughs> You're like, ew, I'm not like the other girls. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cut to like a few years later when I read it, when it wasn't popular, I was like, oh my God, I missed a movement. <laughs> You're like, what have I done? <laughs> I missed out on so much by being a cool kid. And I wasn't even a cool kid. I was a theater kid. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, come on. We all did things like that, trying to be cool. And then I later we're so. like, oh, maybe we should. <laughs> I feel like I, I just, I stuck to it way more than I ever should have. <laughs> I think that my first impression was I knew, obviously, the series. I had read Twilight, and then going to this one, I my first impression was, yay, more romance with Edward and Bella. I'm so excited. Also, look, I love the cover of this one more than the first one. I really, really like the flower. It does have a very nice cover. It's yeah. nice. I think it's my favorite. Although... Eclipse is kind of fun. It's like, what does that mean? Oh. (laughs) I've never thought about the covers of the books, to be honest. I'm like, ooh, red object on black background. I bet it's a Twilight book. (laughs) Did you? I forgot if we talked about this, but did we talk about the gender bent one last time? I think we talked about it a little bit. (laughs) Ah, It's it's green. It's It's green green because Bella's a boy. Ooh. Um, Interesting. Loki, I think I might reread that. Oh, have we read? Have you read Midnight Sun yet? No. That's the one from Edward's perspective, right? Yes, and I own it, but where the hell is it? Have you read it? I haven't read it yet. What? I know. No, I need to know what kind of melodramatic nonsense is going See, on in that book. I heard head. it's like all that the whole time. And I'm like, that's exactly what I want and what I expected. That is exactly what I expect. But I feel like I would be in physical pain reading it. I'd be like, Edward, 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 Edward. I'm sure you would. What? Now I have to find it. I know. I literally pre-ordered it and then never read it. Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh I, I pre-ordered the Kira Cass book, the new one. <gasps> Me too! Yay! I think mine might be signed, too, because I ordered it from, like, a special thing. Ooh. So we'll see. But it's exciting. But dude, I am Gee, so I wonder excited if we're doing for that, that next book. season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should we do our announcement about next season? <gasps> oh, oh, yes! We should! <gasps> it has a pomegranate! What? <laughs> now we're excited about fruit. Oh, it does. Interesting. I forgot. Ew, it looks kind of disgusting. I it love that. It does look disgusting. Ew. Because he's a monster. Because he thinks he's a monster. monster. <laughs> Stupid. It's actually uh, Stephanie's monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Stephanie's monster. <laughs> yeah, having just done Frankenstein. But yeah, okay, so... So here's the big announcement, you guys. We've hinted a little bit at things will be changing for TPBC next season. This was the last episode of season four. We're going to take a hiatus week like we always do, so we won't be out putting out a new episode this week. Uh, you guys can go visit our sister podcast, The Scripturing Society, if you want some still kind of fun content. But it is specifically about writing, so if that's not your jam, don't worry. We'll be back the next week, uh, TPBC like usual. But for season five, because we both have lives... And I cannot stress how much this has been difficult to do a whole book a week, especially when we're picking these long-ass books, uh, to do a whole book every single week. So, to keep our sanity, 
Uh, we are now going to move to an every other week schedule. So we will be releasing an episode on an every other week basis instead of just yep. every week. So I'm sorry if <laughs> but, that's upsetting. But you have such a big back catalog for your off weeks to go back and re-listen. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very, very true. There's tons of re-listening material. And if you guys want extra, there are bonus episodes and bonus content on our Patreon at Story Siren Studio. You guys can join whatever tier. All the tiers have access to most of the content that's on there. Uh, so you guys should check out Patreon slash StorySirenStudio.com. That's our production company. So that's where all of the exclusive material is. So there's bonus stuff there. We'll still release bonus stuff from time to time. And if you guys want bonus material or like shorter bonus episodes, just message us and suggest your idea like we're happy to do extra content as we can just doing the week by week committing to a weekly reading a whole book and recording is just a lot with our, it's a lot <laughs> with our schedules Javi and I were talking about like you know if we did have a child when would we ever pay attention to the child and I was like never <laughs> so um yeah and then Spoons has been working multiple jobs and going to school for her graduate and trying to have a life and it's uh you know not really conducive to this current schedule that we're on so to keep our sanity so that we can keep doing this with you guys because you guys are, make this so much fun. We're moving to an every other week schedule. Uh, and I think, I mean, that's it. That's the main That's the main uh, mm-hmm. announcement. But if you guys want to see other stuff from us too, just reach out, uh, suggest your ideas. Saying we're still taking book recs. Our season five list is pretty much set. But if you guys have suggestions for season six, you guys are welcome to send those to contact at storysirenstudio.com uh, or to message us on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. We are That Pretentious Book Club. Uh, we're all over. We're still going to be posting regularly on Instagram, so don't worry. You'll still get... We post a lot of, like, funny bookish stuff. I've been killing it with the memes lately. You Our have. Frankenstein memes, I'm very proud of because I they made them really myself. They were really funny. Oh, and Sparks Notes followed us. So I feel like we made it. Yeah, they followed us. So I'm like. Stop talking right now. I can't even handle this. You're kidding me. They did? They followed us. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This is the biggest deal of my entire life. I'm obsessed with them. I know. Sorry, I told you to shut up. I just get so excited. No, it's okay. It was totally, totally reasonable. Totally called for. I am so scared that they're going to, like, unfollow us if we're not funny enough. Um, so, guys, get your friends to follow our, oh, our page, our Instagram, That Pretentious Book Club, because Sparknotes followed us. Ah, and I don't want them to unfollow us. And so, no. uh, anyways, uh, but if Sparknotes think that we're funny about books, then you, maybe you guys will think that we're funny. So, don't yeah. forget to share the pod with your friends. Um, also, because, you know, the more people who listen to this and the more people who join Patreon, frankly, and support the pod, and or you could go to thatpretentiousbookclub.com or storysirenstudio.com and buy merch to support us, we can regulate more time for it but because currently this is not something we make money from I don't know if you guys know that or not um and that's totally okay it's more something we do for fun for us and because we love talking to you guys about books and hearing your messages but if ever we were able to put more time towards this we would have to be able to justify it so if that's in your dream just know that's what we would have to do but for now you're going to get every other week because we don't want to lose you guys and we love you guys but we also want to like our lives you know not hate them (laughs) like Edward (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're going yeah, yeah, for yeah. a Jacob Outlook, not an Edward We're going Outlook. for a Jacob Outlook. Like, a little bit more balance, maybe. And so, uh, anyways, that is uh, that is what is happening for season five. And um, we will still do all of our fun holiday episodes. We'll still have guests. We might still do some author interviews for bonus stuff. That's pretty much it. So, you guys should follow us. If you guys like the pod, leave a review below. We will be back not next week, but the week after. Is there anything else that you want to say to the listeners before we hit season five? Love you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. So, until... Two weeks from today, keep your teacups full, your pinkies high, and your book club pretentious. Pretentious.